her first television set. Dad just picked it up today. Do you have a television? Well, yeah, you know, we have two of them. Wow, you must be rich. Oh, honey, he's teasing you. Nobody has two television sets. <laughs> Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Fascinated with Films. What's going on, everybody? What is up? What is up with you two? Anything interesting happening this last week? You two? I don't think they've dropped an album in a while. He dropped <laughs> <in> another <laughs> award. <laughs> Dave went on vacation last I did. Week, I went on vacation for the first time in a while. I used to take... I figured it out. I used to take two 10-day vacations and four... Four day vacations every year. Oh, Damn, that sounds, that sounds good. That's a goal, life goals. Until yeah. 2016, and when I left <laughs> my last job, this is probably the second vacation we've gone on, and yeah. it was three days. Yeah, Thursday. Well, Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night, back on Sunday. Oh, that's Works awesome. for me, man. But that's yeah. all I would need. Yeah, we we went to this town in the west coast of Florida called Apalachicola. It's like a fishing town. It's right near St. George Island, south of like the Panhandle, yeah. and fresh, super fresh seafood. They're the yeah. oyster capital of the world, oh, Apalachicola. Nice. Heck yeah. But they've had red tide recently, so I don't know. Oh, I think they're shrip- shipping them in <laughs> from somewhere else. <laughs> yeah. Drink them with a shot of penicillin. Yeah. Wow, <laughs> I tell you what, the, uh, the area itself is, got hit by that Hurricane Michael. Yeah. And the entire sections of road. Like, Cedar Key just got awarded $350,000 for uh, restoration. Oh, really? Yeah, so they're thrilled. <laughs> I, it's, I like, it's kind of a lot like that town, except less touristy. Mm-hmm. There's a lot more touristy in that little area in Cedar Key yeah, that keeps, yeah. keeps me from not liking it. Apalachicola is a working fishing town. It's, Cedar Key doesn't have much touristy stuff. They're, they're pretty small. Yeah. Fishing. I mean, they have that one little strip. Yeah, they got you that. Know. That's the strip that's I'm talking about. Yeah. That strip's pretty mild, man. I, no, I run a, it down there. They're like a you know a clam farm yeah. place. Like, that you know. town doesn't even kick it into, unless it's the... The spring arts fest that they, the art festival that they do there, and then they do a seafood festival there, and it's basically the same exact thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. the people sell their the same art at the art and at the seafood <laughs> festival. But Christina has to work at both of them every year. Nice. So some years I'll go with them because seafood's good. Tony's yeah. clam chowder. Tony's man. clam chowder, uh, man. Best clam chowder in the freaking world. Man, really he is. can't even compete. Anymore. I know they won't yep, let they him. Retired <laughs> his. He can't compete. He yeah. won like five. Like world clam chow- uh, chowder that's championships ridiculous. up yeah. north, yeah. like yeah. Massachusetts. That's what like New England yeah, clam yeah, chowder. He yeah. beat out, and they were like, yeah. "All right, you're giving our now fucking, he's in the Hall of Fame." You're giving yeah. our three years in a row, yeah. and they were just like, "Hey, listen, you can't come back." Yeah. <laughs> well, they were nicer about it. They gave him like a Hall of Fame status. Yeah, so I'm yeah. sure they did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, like so I don't know what that gets. That's about. great. Yeah, <laughs> a free bowl of soup. <laughs> <laughs> he should he should enter the Manhattan clam right? chowder now. Absolutely. Anyone see any good movies this last? week i watched a bunch but a, a lot of mine were stuff just to get ready for next week yeah and uh i didn't go to the movies I at all saw, it was something oh, i watched no i, didn't I, watch I that. saw um that ted bundy yeah it was good it was really yeah, good I was seen it that. i did watch a lot of I, they talked about the murders for about eight minutes really sheldon's in it right sheldon is yeah, the, DA. the da huh he was great yeah everybody was he's great, great and everything. john malkovich was the yeah judge. the lawyer yeah oh, the judge yeah yeah, yeah. and he yeah. was great yeah. I and saw that was a bunch of- the great thing is is the I would say a quarter of the movie was remade from actual footage. Just so it's cool because oh, I had watched wow. some Ted Bundy documentaries oh, okay. before, yeah. like when they pulled him out of the elevator when they were first yeah, yeah, raiding yeah. him, and he was like being super weird. 
and Efron nailed it. He nailed it. Yeah. I, I mean, he's a good actor. He's hit and miss on what I like him in. I just don't like he's in a him. lot of the times I just don't like the subject matter of stuff yeah. he's in. Like, like I liked him dirty in Neighbors. Grandpa. He was good yeah, in Neighbors. That Dirty funny. Grandpa was yeah. just a nah. Yeah, that was, well. No, nah, I can't do that. Nah. Uh, <laughs> you were the anchor around De Niro's neck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you yeah, watched a bunch, didn't you? I watched a bunch, but I'll just like name a couple of them. Um, <laughs> yeah, a list. I do. <laughs> um, yeah, I watched The Long Shot, which is out in theaters right now with uh, Charlize Theron and uh, Seth, Seth Rogen. Yeah. And... Honestly, like I've seen the trailer for that, yeah. and and I thought to myself, like, bro, every funny thing mm-hmm. in this movie is just going to be in the trailer. I was surprised; it was actually really funny. Yeah. Um, I've seen two different trailers for it. One trailer explains the whole movie, and one trailer you don't know what the fuck it's about. Uh huh. So. Yeah. Um. So that was good. Um. I watched Replicas with Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Eh. Yeah. Eh. That's what I thought when I saw yeah. the trailer for it. Um. And then I watched Dragged Across Concrete was last it, night. Was it disappoint? Was it if you like that director, it, it's you could tell it's that guy. Was it as good as the other two? No. Okay. Like I, it's a long movie. It's a good story. Did I feel drag like anybody across concrete. No, they did not. <laughs> which was kind of I was disappointing. They were like, do. I, um, <laughs> I know when I, I, put, I was waiting I know when on I somebody. put an action sentence in my title. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. Deliver. <laughs> Did the devil <laughs> really not wear Prada? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it was a good this movie. This is really the never-ending story. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was a good movie. Um, I just, you know, with, with seeing his other two... There's that expectation, and I mean, there's you were waiting for something fucked up. There's two scenes. <laughs> there's two scenes, and I won't go into it. Unless you're desensitized, and you're like, ah, this ain't that. Yeah, and and one of them, I I had to look away. And okay, I, and well, I realized then he and did I, deliver what he normally. Yeah, does. and I realized that that's like what you go for when like you go Craig for him. Ziegler or something I'm like that. His name, sure. I think. It, I think that's his yeah. Name. Okay. Um, but like, maybe I'm wrong. There's there's two things that are just kind of like what the fuck did that really just happen? But it moves on very quickly, yeah. and um, the cast is great. Don Johnson. Yeah, uh, the problem with it is Mel Gibson, man. He's Mel Gibson, a, he's it, such a scumbag. But though. he's so fucking good in this. It's, yeah, I can't get over like, him punching his wife in the face. I, I'm not saying, it, yeah. Or was she yeah. holding the baby? One of those. Two. No, I think she was pregnant. I'll tell you like this. I didn't he's know. A, and they just cast him as uh, Santa Claus in a movie for this year. It's like, wow. what are you doing? Stop That's trying to make much. Mel Gibson yeah. happen. No, and he I doesn't. I didn't know. I didn't know any of the cast in this movie, but like Michael J. White's in it, um, Mel Gibson's in it. Uh, oh, Michael High White, the, uh, uh, Spong, the martial arts Spong. guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's a punk in this movie. Huh. I just, it's like <laughs> he was a punk in Dark Knight. He let the Joker yeah. passed out, and the Joker put the thing in. Yeah, his but I mean, still, like you <laughs> that's know, his anyway, choice. Hey, yeah, Michael. Michael's like, I got paid. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll just say, it, you know, without giving anything away, it's worth a, watching. It, it is maybe not it, worth owning. Yeah, I mean, and would that's you watch, the thing. Would you watch it twice? So I, I would watch it again. Okay. Um, and the thing is, is I think it's more along your both of y'all's style because it's kind of a slow, oh, slow burn. But like you know, but it's good. Like this, I'll definitely you know, watch it. It's yeah, it, it's worth it, and it's the two scenes that but I'm talking about. For you, about, you'd rather have the amped up quality of more of the brawl. It's two and a half hours long. I think yeah. for me personally, <laughs> like my ADD doesn't. Yeah, that for long. me personally, like. Two hours could have done it. Yeah. You know, there's there's some stuff in there. <laughs> Come that watch I, boot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> I, I can't. Yeah. And again, one of my <clears throat> interesting things I saw of the weekend. Did anyone see the trailer for Sonic the Hedgehog? I did. did. I wasn't uh, feeling it. Uh, uh well, there's something interesting in it. Beyond the trailer itself, uh, 
Which I, what I gather from the trailer is, I'm, this is my prediction, six months from now they will announce the new Ace Ventura movie. Because it looks like that's what he's doing in this movie. We have not seen uh, Jim Carrey act like he did in the way, in the thing. Yeah. When I'm watching it, I'm like, oh my god, he's doing like Ace Ventura. We have not seen him do this shit since yeah. like the mask. What's, his, the, what's the character, Doctor something? Or uh, Dr. Yeah, I don't know. Rock or something. I thought his stuff looked great. Mm-hmm. But my point for mentioning the trailer is... And you, you and me have seen this a lot because we uh, read posts about the uh, Marvel posts mm. and different movie Nerds. posts on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a lot of there's a lot of hate on those uh, lists and the posts that you've clearly seen. I'm sure. If you've oh, read yeah. them. What are you talking uh, about? You trying to say the internet's hateful? There's a lot of hate, but there's also a lot of criticism, which makes sense and everything. And when the Sonic the Hedgehog trailer came out, they criticized the hell out of how he looked and everything. Mm. He's and the looking. next day. The director came on and said, you guys are right. We're changing it all right now. Wow. So that just floored me. It blew me away that somebody would actually you do know that, what? which is what they should do. I bet the director didn't like it anyways. Maybe. No. And kept no, hiding for it to it be was, similar. I think someone finally listened because there's been many movies where people have said ahead of time, this is not going to work. This is stupid. You shouldn't do this. And they had the opportunity to change it. And they're like, fuck it. We're the artist. We can do whatever the hell they want. Which you can. But, but why not keep your universe happy? I think the right. way social networking is now, it's the new uh, like preview It's audiences. the test audience. It's the new no. test. I, I'm audience. telling you, and, and I'm not. The in, trailers are the like the test. Yeah, you don't even test. have to show them. Yeah. You don't even have to show these people the films, even though that would be smart. Yeah, if you grabbed something, well, I would. Like 20 I would go one and, step beyond. I would before you do something where you think it might be one way or another, conceptualize it. So don't make a whole movie based around something you're not true. sure people will like. They right. should have gotten that image out before film no, scene. Yeah, I, one I'll scene tell you, I'm not. I'm, I'm no way am I trying to go into an end game discussion at all. But I really, I know. But I really feel. Have you seen like the tension between Avatar and and uh, <laughs> End Game as far as the box office goes, and how all of a sudden everybody's pumping Avatar now? And everybody's I've like, seen the opposite. They pulled the And movies. that's what I was about to say. And everybody was like, dude, this has been 10 years. Nobody's interested in this. It's blah, funny. blah, 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 I told blah. Dave that yesterday. And all of a sudden, they pushed all the movies back, like yep. two or three years. It's like, true. It, it's, you know, I, I They think- were pushing ahead the other uh, films that they got out, which arguably are more exciting. But I was just telling Dave yesterday that if you read those threads, yep. no, one, no wants one gives a Avatar. fuck. And it's but not like they hate the to first them, one. No. To them, they just like, but that, here, that story's over. We need yeah. six more, like, but we need a hole in the head. Here's, right. here's the thing. If they. They really did. A, if they developed number two, and and it was awesome, yeah. they would win a lot of people back. The problem is, I don't think. Yeah, I don't. Think I think so. The, the thing is, though, is it's already been what ten years yeah. since Avatar came out, and it was supposed to come out what in two years and or a year, and now they pushed it back two years. Anyone like, that plans that two, far ahead yeah. with those movies, it's not with, a good idea. With three or four sequels behind it, everyone like, thinks they can replicate what the Marvel has done, and they can't. And they right, shouldn't it's be able it's to. become the gold standard as far as that goes. It's unfortunate like, because, I mean. But you know, see how the second one you get the right person involved with the project, and well, that's the problem. And James Cameron uh, is—he's got a huge ego too, and it can't be good for him to get slapped down. I don't think he's ever lost money on a film, though. To be honest, what's crazy is—I mean—he's come out against Marvel movies in general, anyways. (laughs) I didn't know that. So he's getting yeah, him and like Spielberg—they said it's a fad, it's going to end, and this and that. Yeah, they are just ten years later since the turn of the century. I think you guys are the old men that told you you couldn't do aliens and et exactly you know yeah. and now that's what's happening so. yeah but I, th- right. I think you're right i think that's 
super interesting how like social media is starting to well, turn the tides on movies and stuff. You know, work you know what also is interesting? What's that? Character actors. Oh, yeah. I love well, character I have, actresses. <laughs> I was gonna have a work up to. Uh, I was gonna have them work up to a great female actress that's not on here. That Zoe Solanda. Oh yeah. Thing. If you if you really think. Avatar and the Avengers. Zoe mm-hmm. Solan does in both of them. Yep. Yeah, I mean, she's, and she's in one of the other ones too. Uh, she's in Star Trek. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah, she's O'Hara. Her, she got some pages. I mean, yeah, pages. no, I saw a meme. I think I sent it to you, and it said, "Congratulations to her for winning franchise wars." And she's just—it's each one of her characters in all three of those <clears throat> yeah. franchises, and it's just like, "Damn, you're balling." Like, <laughs> Chris Penn's kind of the same way. If you really look, uh, uh, look Chris at him Pratt. With, uh, oh, Chris Pratt. Sorry. Yeah, Chris uh, Penn. Yeah, Chris he's Penn. dead. Yeah, he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but with like Jurassic World yeah. and uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, and that's probably why they didn't want to give him soon the, to be Indiana Jones. I was going to say that's probably why they won't give him Indiana I'll Jones. Give him Indiana Jones. Man. He I'm should cool be Indiana Jones. Yeah. I can't think of anybody else that could do a better Indiana Jones that's than true. Chris Pratt. So, but this episode, and I'm going to pull up the last one here while I'm uh, while I'm talking. Entertain us, Dave. That's that's our go-to, man. You got to know that by now. It's time to light the lights. I don't know the rest of the Muppet Show tonight. I'm cutting it. Now I'm ready. put on makeup. So we're on. I don't know what is this episode eighty-six or something. So back in episode seventy-eight, we did our first character actresses pod. So if you're if you like this pod and you want to go back and listen to the other one because we touch on a whole shitload of movies that's the kind of really fun part of doing this series and that first one i'm just going to list off the 15 actresses we talked about on that first one so the first one included diane weist Catherine o'hara parker posey michelle rodriguez Ma- martha plimpton nancy travis carla gagino uh Feruza bach rosara dawson thandy newton juliette lewis alfrey woodard d wallace joan cusack and jennifer coolidge Wow. So that was an exciting one. And, uh, yeah, if you like what we got here, we got some really exciting ladies on this one, man. And some, uh, just like the uh, character actor, there's like a couple movies here that get repeated uh, by different actresses because there's just so many people at that time tried out for the same shit. Who's the winner here? Yeah, who is the winner? Is that what you... Because yeah. we kind of always go through and see who's got the and most. 209. 209 is the most, and the least is 26. That's my girl. On the first page, yeah. (laughs) That was my girl, man. (laughs) That's Anna Klumsky. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I say we get right into it, man. We're going to talk about 15 really great ladies here, and we'll tell you how many, if I can uh, remember, I'll tell you how many uh, movies they got listed here on IMDb. And a lot of these actresses... Like a lot of the character actors, they've got <laughs> dead. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, there are. I'm sure there are. There are a few. There are a few for sure. But it's it's interesting. We always see where these character actors are going. They're either going. A lot of them are still doing movies, but the majority of them are on TV or doing animated slash video game uh, voices. Mm. Uh, I was looking up somebody yesterday. The sweet spot of entertainment. We were. I was looking up yesterday. Something Brianna shared on Facebook about. Uh, you know you were born in this era. If She's you, already Or if you know who this is. How old is, is she? 22? Uh, 21 or 22. That's not the point. The uh, <laughs> point is uh, she posted a picture of the girl from Big Comfy Couch. 
Oh. And I was like, man, oh, I forgot wow. about that damn show. That's I said, funny. what is Did she you? doing? And I went and I looked up her uh, IMDb page, and she is, like, huge into uh, animated voices. Huh. Like, other than that one thing, she has been doing animated voices for the last, like, 15, 20 years. And, and big ones, too. There was a bunch of them on there that were pretty huge. So I thought that was interesting. Yeah. And there's a lot of the uh, ladies on here that went on to do the same exact thing. A lot of them looks like they've done more kind of uh, uh, movies on this one, but we'll see. All right, this first one. Why don't you tell her who is who it is there, Dave? Uh, Sean Young. Sean Young. <laughs> 114 films. I love Sean Young. We grew up watching her in a lot of early movies, and she's a little out there, man. <laughs> a little bit out there. <laughs> we didn't realize it until like uh, 10 years in. Do you remember the point where we realized, boy, Sean Young is either a little crazy or she's just really eccentric? Didn't she flip out by not getting cast as Catwoman? Absolutely. She didn't get cast in like 1990. So she dressed up like her. It was in 1991's Batman Returns. Yeah. So she dressed up like Catwoman and started making appearances on like late night TV shows and That's everything. That's so nuts. Saying Tim. She, she would have been good, but she Michelle Pfeiffer was yeah. good too. So. She was good, but... I think Sean Young would have been good. Um, uh, she was really good. Is that where? Uh, what do you think of on that list when you? I think? mean, obviously, Blade Runner is the first thing, but No Way Out. I love she her. And no answers Way Out. the door, butt ass naked. Yeah. <laughs> She I know was that, great. That's objectifying her, but she was. Great. <laughs> she I was loved cute. her in Kiss Before Dying. A lot of people haven't seen Kiss Before Dying, and I thought that was a fabulous one with uh, with Matt Dillon. Oh yeah, yeah. Where he was married yeah. to her. Uh, mm-hmm. Was it her twin sister or something? And chucked her off the building. Do you remember when he, he had her? He set her up. He went yeah. to the top of that building and set her up right on the edge where her butt was just big enough to be able to put on the ledge. And at one point, he just boom pushed oh, her, shit. and she You're flew like, backwards what? and fell through the glass window onto the floor, and her head like exploded. That was like in the middle of the, or the beginning of the '90s, where they started doing the uh, the uh, wives uh, being tormented by their husbands and uh-huh. like turning the tables on them. Remember, uh, Goldie Hawn did Deceived when she was up against John Hurd through the whole movie, and huh. it was uh, I liked Chris before dying really good. Her first yeah. movie. I know what you think of. It. <laughs> <laughs> you think Finkel, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> Finkel is Einhorn. Einhorn is a man. <laughs> Einhorn is a man. Oh my god! <laughs> either that or she has the worst case of hemorrhoids I have ever seen. That's hilarious. I'm wondering <laughs> if that scene or that whole storyline would even fly today. Probably, probably not as much. Probably but not. But we laughed our asses oh off when he god. turned her around yeah. in Ace Ventura, and you could see the uh, the like the, dick, the dick line on the back of her ass and everything, and everyone started throwing up. Oh <laughs> Anyone god. that kissed her, yeah. Well, she had kissed all of. Them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she was so great in that. She owned that role, though. She was so funny in it. Do you remember her Bone Tomahawk? Oh, yeah. Yep. She, she had only a, had a she tiny had the tiniest, tiniest role. In the beginning. And it was the guy that was with her was also famous, and I can't remember who the hell it was, but it was just at that bar at the very beginning. Where, uh-huh. And you could, uh, they, it were, was, uh, they were the ones, a couple of the people that were slaughtered uh, yeah, off yeah, camera, yeah, yeah, yeah. where they told that they came in and they stole every, uh, the uh, troglodytes came in and killed everyone. They were one of them, but... I think the guy she was with was pretty famous, too, and I can't remember. I love that she came back for Blade Runner 2049. I mean, they had to alter the fuck out of her face, but she got paid, and she got to come in and do that, man. I think the first movie we saw her in was Stripes. Yep. Yep. She was, <coughs> she she was, was really good in Stripes. Somebody else on this list? Yeah, someone else on this list is also her, her best buddy in that uh, yeah. she did every scene with her, I think, well, when they weren't kind of... Uh, with Bill Murray and... Uh, who was Bill? <laughs> Bill Murray was with... Uh, uh, Hal Ramis. Harold Ramis was with Sean Young. Yes. In that movie, yeah. yeah that's right. Yeah, she was fabulous <laughs> in that. Which would never happen in yeah. Dune, I, I loved her in Dune, man. Well, I, who I was she so, in Dune? <clears throat> she was one of the... Uh, 
ones that was with uh, Matt Atreides through the whole thing uh, with uh, what's his name from Twin Peaks. They had all the scenes together. Okay, and okay. Yeah. And uh, if you heard about the new Dune Man, it's kind of so not. amazing. It's the guy who did Blade Runner twenty forty nine, and the guy who did the Arrival. Series same or a movie? guy. No, it's a oh, movie. Wow. It's gonna be like I. It's either gonna be two parts or it's gonna be like I think it's gonna be two parts. Or it's going to be pushing three and a half hours or something like that. But I think he said he was going to do it. But Batista's in it. And they got, uh, damn, who is the guy? They're going to have him wear a fat suit. I know that. As the, remember the guy that was floating? He's like, the spice. When he's talking about no. the spice. You don't remember the original Dune? I very uh, The original little. Dune was David Lynch. So it was basically nothing. Kyle McLaughlin. Nothing, yeah, Kyle McLaughlin. It was nothing. Sting. That, uh, Sting was in it. The guy from uh, People Under the Stairs. The the. Uh, crazy the motherfucker from, in the leather. The guy from Twin Peaks. A uh, guy from Twin Peaks. So uh, a lot of those guys. And I loved it. I loved the original Dune. But from what I hear, it had nothing to do with the books. <clears throat> so they wanted to do a, like a fusion of where closer to the books. Because most people love the book series that came out. Uh, and this guy that's doing it is probably the best sci-fi director directing right now. And it's going to be phenomenal. And I hope Batista has a much bigger role in that than he did in Blade Runner 2049. Uh, even though I loved him in it. And uh, yeah, I'll, on this list, Wall Street. I I always thought it was interesting, and we'll talk more about it when we do our Oliver Stone pod. But if you listen to the documentaries or the commentaries with any of the Oliver Stone films, he is so free with what he talks yeah. about. He he's like, I got enough money, and I don't give a fuck. Right? Yeah. He'll trash so he'll, somebody. He'll talk. Me. He'll trash people, and he'll talk about the drugs he was doing. On, really? On he'll the talk set. about studio hills <clears throat> that he didn't like. Yep. And, wow. And how he he would knock down. Uh, when he was talking Wall Street, there was like two things that he revealed in the commentary I thought was great. One of them was when Martin Sheen tried to change a line on him and he called him out. He says, no, you, you read what's on the paper. Uh, <laughs> and <clears throat> Martin Sheen was like huge at that time. So it was crazy that he like allowed him to do it. But I mean, all of a stone consider himself an artist. And he also, you're not going to you're not going to erase a stroke of if he was doing painting. So was it? when uh, what's his name? When Charlie Sheen met Michael Douglas in the park with the wire, he's wearing the wire. Yeah, he had been up all night. That's drinking. right. Well, when he Oliver Stone, told when they him, showed him throwing the uh, bottles in the apartment, yeah, yeah, yeah. is when they said that he uh, didn't tell him to go out. He told him to get trashed. And yeah, I was just about to say, isn't that, which which and, and movie is that? Wall Street. Wall Street. Wall Street. Okay, yeah, <clears throat> he's in the hotel room yeah. and he like. No, know. no, that's Martin Sheen. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, Apocalypse. Yeah. You're thinking Apocalypse. of Apocalypse. Now, yeah. that's what it was. But yeah. similar. It was I think well, he, he was he did drunk to his as father. shit in that scene. Yeah. Like, it, yeah. I think that's like, why real. he did it. Yeah. To kind of do the comparison. <laughs> Plus, he was going out and getting drunk every night. Yeah, yeah. I know. Anyways. <laughs> but the thing he had mentioned about Sean Young, he loved <laughs> Sean Young in this. And he, did he? And he said that he wishes... <laughs> it's so weird that he said this. I guess people don't give a shit about... Uh, Daryl Hannah's feelings <laughs> because Daryl Hannah was super reserved, super reserved, and he couldn't. And he, he went through but the I same thing. I kind of liked thing. that. Well, Oliver Stone went through character. the same thing. Oh, with Meg, with Meg Ryan, Ryan, who Meg Ryan was supposed to be this free spirit, but she was covering her the nudity up so much that Oliver Stone had to like scream at her until he he gave him a nipple, and that was about it. And he was like, he when he did that commentary, he says, "I should have, I shouldn't even have cast her in it." Wow. And he said that about Daryl Hannah. He's like, "I shouldn't have cast her in it. I should have switched roles with him and Sean Young." He said Sean uh, would have been perfect in it. She would have done whatever the fuck I asked, and it would have been amazing. And he says, "Unfortunately, you've got Daryl Hannah in the role now." And it's so <laughs> weird to hear him like say that. So it's very interesting, and I can appreciate that as an artist, somebody being uh, that forthright. Because I sure as shit it won't be. <laughs> I ain't telling who was bad and who was good. <laughs> Plus, you're not paying anybody either. That's true. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, that's Sean Young, man. <clears throat> this next one, and a lot of people are very familiar with this uh, woman for different reasons, for 
a lot for TV. Me and my wife still call her Mrs. Poole. Yeah. Uh, which is weird that you know that, but you don't know that. And this is the great I, Edie I, McClurg, who is uh, the champion for the movies on this one. Why wouldn't I know it? Flicks. Jeez. Because... I mean, do you know where we? Mrs. That's from? Poole is from Ferris Bueller. No, that's not her name. In that Ferris wasn't Poole. her name. In she was on Valerie's Family and Hogan's Family. Okay, do you remember Valerie's Family is was the sitcom back in the eighties with remember. Jason Bateman on. Yeah, I never saw. It. And uh, at the end of the second season, I actually looked this up because we watched this sometimes. Uh, the reruns. Uh, at the end of the second season, uh, Valerie, who's Valerie Harper, who played Rhoda, mm-hmm. uh, wanted more money and they didn't want more money, so they killed her character off. L- oh, literally, fuck. the next episode is like, your mom died and they dealt with it <laughs> on, the, on the show. And the sister moved in and the sister was Sandy Duncan, who was that blonde, little tiny blonde yeah. girl that played uh, Peter Pan on Broadway and everything. Uh, but Everyone have- else was kept the same, but they brought in this really funny neighbor from next door who looked, she looked exactly like she looked in Ferris Bueller, except she was always carrying a casserole or something and walking through the door yeah, going, hello yeah. and she was called mrs Poole. so like almost like macgyver in my mind she was always mrs Poole. the funny thing is is like i don't remember that show at all mm-hmm. but i know she's mrs Poole, and i i know it's that weird. she yeah. always will be <laughs> and i couldn't tell you like i knew it was from a tv show yeah. but i couldn't tell you who else was in it what yeah. it was about but i know that's mrs Poole. Yeah. was like, she uh was she Rodney Dangerfield's wife in Natural Born Killers? Absolutely. Yeah. That was a <laughs> fucked up scene. You know what Such even made it more fucked up is they filmed too. it like a game show, yeah. remember? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, oh. That was difficult, man. Rodney Dangerfield. No, never He's looked at him. He's a righteous dude. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I think most people know her from Ferris Bueller's Day yeah. Off. It's yeah. the funniest thing she did. But you forget she's in Carrie. She's the girl with the thick glasses that's plug it up, plug it up. The the thick girl really? of the group of girls that are just mm-hmm. mean as shit to I Carrie. Didn't know that. Yeah, pull her picture up as Edie McClure for Carrie, and you'll see it immediately. You're like, holy shit, I don't know if I ever knew it was her. Wow. Uh, she did a bunch of the uh, Cheech and Chong movies. That, see, I can't picture her in those I don't movies. remember her, though. Well, who was she in The Corsican Brothers? I haven't seen the Corsican Brothers in so that's long. That's the one that I've seen the least because I yeah, like that's the, the one when one My favorite gets hurt, the part of the Corsican it. Brothers yeah. is when. Cheech is exp- trying to talk to this girl around the fire about his sword, and mm. she thinks he's talking about his dick. Oh, really? And I don't like, remember that. He's like, oh, yeah, I stick it in people, men, <laughs> women, animals. And she's like, what? He's like, yeah, but then I stuck it in a tree, and I broke the tip off. And she's like, what? That could happen? Oh, that's okay. I got it fixed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll totally have to rewatch that's it. <laughs> I loved her in Back to School as the woman that came in to do the notes for Rodney yes. Dangerfield when he wasn't there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, Mr. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. Mr. Thornton's personal secretary. <laughs> You will never yeah. pass my class. And it's funny she went on to play uh, her uh, his husband or her his wife in uh, Natural Born Killers. I loved her in Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. That's the one where she works at the car rental place and Steve Martin walks up oh, yeah, yeah. because he had to walk five <laughs> miles there and there was no car and he just has this crazy rant of expletives and uh, she just she couldn't be any least less interested in her. Remember, she's doing she's talking to somebody on the phone about Thanksgiving dinner, dinner and she ends the call with a gobble, gobble, gobble. It's <laughs> <laughs> funny as shit, man. I haven't seen She's Having a Baby in so long. Uh, man, Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. That's available on... Uh, I just got uh, that uh, Prime because uh, Christina's brother has it. And... Uh, so I've been looking at a bunch of the movies on there, and they had Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, and it's one of the ones I've made a note in my uh, mind that I need to watch that movie because remember how funny that movie was back was in the day? Good. Slightly inappropriate, and then they had slightly horror stuff in it. It was fun, man. I love Elvira. Have mm. you seen her recently? Yeah, she looks phenomenal. 
She looks exactly the fucking same. Really? She's a redhead. Yeah. She's a redhead Natural. in real life. I've seen oh. her a lot out of makeup. I had too, but not... I had seen her in makeup for years before yeah. I ever saw her out of makeup. She was great in... Uh, she was in um, Alan Quarterman, The Lost City of Gold. She was that, like... A uh, woman that was at the very end in the uh, that tough chick that was at the kind of side of the king when okay. they got to the city yeah, of gold yeah, and everything, yeah, yeah. and she had to fight later on. It was fun. Uh, I don't remember who she was in Van Wilder because I haven't seen Van Wilder so long. Uh, I mean, she. I, I would she assume. Funny. Yeah, I, I would assume she probably played a secretary. Yeah, she's she's perfect for that actress that you've seen her face and you don't necessarily know her name, and she's been around for a long time, been able to do. I mean, since Carrie, really. I mean, I'm sure she did stuff before there. Uh, I don't know what she's been doing since 2002. She's one of those actresses that I'm not sure she went to animated, but she could have. She's got that great voice for it. All right. Now, this next lady here. This, love this lady. She's been around for for a while, too. I think the first thing we saw her in was American Graffiti, and that's the great Kathleen Quinlan. Speaking yep. of the doors, man, her scene from the doors when they were doing coke and but she was like she like, was the witch, yeah. And she made him marry him in that like uh, ceremony, her crazy ceremony. She was free with uh, showing whatever she was, ran around that ran apartment, around completely butt ass naked for like yeah. ten minutes in the movie. I think uh, <laughs> I don't know where's your mind go, Justin, when you think of Kathleen. Dude, Quinlan. to be honest, I, I've seen a few of the movies she's in. I have no idea who she is. <laughs> Event Horizon, yeah. Event, Event Horizon, Horizon she was the one with the kid. Baby. She was looking for a kid that was running around the whole place. Yeah, uh, she played Tom Hanks' to... wife in Apollo thirteen. In yep. Twilight Zone, the movie, she was in the best episode she where was... she hit the kid with the bike and they bring her back. Okay, to the that I remember. She yeah. was super young in that. Yeah, movie. that I remember. I, I guess she was probably the mom in The Hills Have uh, Eyes. Yeah. Um, yep. And uh, know, uh, uh, Breakdown. She was awesome in Breakdown. I love that movie, man. Yeah. When's the last time you saw Breakdown? Didn't we? We saw it together. You the just last bought time. it, right? Um, no. No. The breakdown I always confuse with the vanishing. Okay. I love the vanishing, but it was like the breakdown. Were both, which one was Keith or Sullivan? And which one was uh, um, uh, Kiefer was in the vanishing? Okay, and uh, what's his name was uh, Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell was in yeah. the breakdown. He's the and one. It was that, very similar. You know, they well in one. In the vanishing, one they pretended they went to like the, they didn't. He wasn't didn't have a woman with him. Like they thought. They were yeah. making him look like he was crazy, right? That was more uh, breakdown. Okay. Because breakdown, he broke down on the side of the road. Mm-hmm. He left her in the car and went With to the get help. Her. And when she came back, she was, she was gone. gone. They claimed they never knew him. It was this huge conspiracy. And he had to like literally hunt down these people to find out where his wife was. And uh, eventually found her at that barn and everything. It was really amazing. Hmm. The Vanishing was the one where... Uh, you got to see Jeff Bridges yeah, drug Sandra Bullock, right? And then buried Sandra him alive Bullock. at the very end of the movie. Was that who it was? Who's this? His girlfriend was Sandra Bullock, wasn't it? Yep. Really? Yeah, I didn't Bullock. even realize that. Only at the beginning. Yeah. Huh. And that was based on a uh, a Dutch film. And uh, at the end of The Vanishing, remember, Nancy Travis dug Kiefer out of the grave. Yeah. yeah. In the Swedish version, he never got out of that grave. No. Oh, really? <laughs> it was never same, got in it. And it was no the same shit, director. Dude. He was like, I don't oh, really? think American audiences can handle that. They want people to get saved. So yeah, the 91 yeah. version, they came out. If you're going to tell that. me to just get in the box, what's in the box? Yeah. Just, just shoot me, man. Like, <laughs> but Kathleen Quinlan has been around for a while, man. And she's one of those great, great actresses that can blend in the different stuff. I mean, you look at these roles, every single one of them is different. Uh, I loved her in Breach. Breach, she was the wife of uh, Chris Cooper, who was just kind of that really refined Christian woman yeah. and everything. But then you look at... I. I only seen Horns once. Have you ever seen no. Horns? You know what that is? No. Mm-mm. With uh, Daniel Ratcliffe, and it's very mm. um, 
what's Metamorphosis? You remember the yeah, uh, yeah. the book Metamorphosis, mm-hmm. the Kafka the book, where he ro- woke up. He was this Turning upstanding into a uh, guy who worked at a bank, and then one morning he woke up and he's a cockroach. <laughs> and hey, he won't happens. leave the he won't leave his room. You know, he won't leave the uh, room, yeah, and yeah. his his wife and his uh, his family are outside the door. Just come out, just come out. Why won't you come out? And he mm-hmm. doesn't want to. He'd rather stay in there and die than yeah. reveal that he's changed. Similar in, uh, in this movie is. Daniel Reckle just woke up and he's got these crazy horns on top of his head and he's trying to figure out why he's got these horns and it's such a weird, I think it's a Joe Hill um, story or a movie who is uh, Stephen King's son. Uh, He's got two sons that both write horror movies. Owen King, who has collaborated with King on a couple different things, and then Joe Hill, who goes off on his own. And Joe Hill changed his last name. Well, Joe Hill is like uh, David Lynch. He's fucked up. It, there's some stuff he does. He's, uh, where he gets he's that from. Stephen King's no, son. Yeah, yeah, that's all you had to say. He's Stephen w- King's here. This is the next level of Stephen King. <laughs> yeah, like, because Stephen King's not fucked up. Stephen King's like your family horror guy. You know, he doesn't do anything that's too too twisted. I mean, his uh, books Joe are pretty. His books are fucking twisted. Not man. not compared to Joe Hill. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> Joe Hill. Was, <laughs> he's Joe the bone tomahawk. Yeah, yeah. Stephen King. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, when you think Stephen King, his stuff is pretty mild. I mean, and. He was his movies are pretty. Mild. He was on, his writing is pretty dark. Like, I don't know. I've read all his books. I've read all his books up until the last one, and they're pretty. He's got a couple little short stories there where he goes. Yeah, the lawnmower well, man hovering behind the where he goes a little weird. Runs over the gopher <laughs> and then eats the shredded gopher, and the yeah. blood's running down his cheeks. With but as far as like way off and crazy, and he also gets criticized. He went off on Twitter this week actually because people have been giving him shit that. Uh, I don't. I, I love Stephen King. He's so great, but I don't necessarily uh, disagree with the complaints that he saying? kind of uh, phones in the endings on his books. Oh, and, hmm. which also on his uh, movies too, but mainly on his books. Mm. And I can't totally disagree with that. There's, <laughs> there's so many of his books that start so. Every book he does starts awesome, mm-hmm. and and half of them the challenge. Half of them will continue to be awesome yeah. all the way through the end. It's but the other half of writing, just man. Peter off. Yeah, like the book, The Cell. I remember reading The Cell, and I was like, this is one of the best books I ever read, and an hour and a half in it, and I was like, I don't even know if I want to finish it. Huh. <laughs> but the first, like, 100 pages is awesome, man. But hmm. I mean, Maybe he should write 100 pages or less. <laughs> right, yeah. So yeah, Horns, that's another... They make movies out of six pages of his books. Yeah. <laughs> so check out Horns, man. I think All the right. only other movie is on here is Airport, which I haven't seen forever, which I did like. Uh, Civil Action, I haven't seen that since the theater. That was the Travolta one. I took a uh, my girl my my girlfriend at the time to that movie and she fell asleep during the trailer. <laughs> the trailers slept through the entire movie. Oh, which wow. one? Uh, which movie? Yeah, uh, Civil, Civil Action. action. Yeah. Doesn't yeah. I, yeah. Uh, she slept through the whole movie. She did that all the time. The girl. Yeah, I, I brought um, Liliana to see uh, The Insider. Oh yeah, she slept through it. Slept through the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> I let her sleep too. I was like, "What's what's the point of waking her up?" Now she's missed half the movie. Yeah, right. She wouldn't know what's going on anyway. So, <laughs> all right, this next person. This brings us back to our youth for sure. She was, yeah, she was a figurehead in our figurehead for sure. Movies. Uh, 152 movies on her, under her belt, and she's still doing stuff uh, today. And that's the amazing Terry Gar. Someone that I'm sure, if everyone looks up their pictures, looks up her picture, will immediately have. Five movies they can rattle off from the 80s that they really liked her in. I loved her. I think Young Frankenstein was probably the first thing that she got famous for. And what we saw her in. But we loved, and we haven't talked about it a lot, uh... Oh God, man! Yep. Oh God, was such a great movie, and she played John Denver's wife. wife in that mm-hmm. movie, and uh, really well done. Do you remember Oh God? 
I think I do. I remember Oh God, You Devil. Yeah, that's yeah. a sequel. Uh, yeah. uh, but George Burns plays God. He's this old, with funny sm- guy. Cigar smoking. Cigar smoking. He's got the hat on. I'm not sure he smoked cigars, actually, in Oh God. But, I, think I mean, did. in I real life, he, he did. I think he might have. Really? I think yeah. he did. I can't remember him. I know he but, did in Oh God, You Devil. Oh, okay. Then if he did, then, then he probably did it in the other one, too. I mean, he was known for that. He lasted until he was like 98 smoking cigars. I know, right? He said, <laughs> but he had that he fishing he had hat on, and it was like, idea. they cast the one person that you could not imagine that would be God, and I loved that he would talk to him and uh, have him do stuff for him. I, that first one was really amazing. I loved it. I also, when I think Terry Gar, for me, m- my mind immediately goes to Mr. Mom mm-hmm. when I think Terry Gar. How about you, Justin? What's oh. your first... I'm trying to find one that my mind goes to, honestly. I mean, like... Short Time. Short Time is awesome, man. That was so good. No one's seen Short Time but us. <laughs> Do you know what Short Time is? No. Dabney Coleman. <laughs> I mean, like, I know what Short Time is, yeah. but I don't know what the movie is. Uh, we can talk a little Short Time like when Justin does some research over here. Yeah. <laughs> he gets, like, his test results mixed up, Mixed right? up. So he goes oh, in there. Oh, yes. Dabney Coleman. The cop? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. He I love that He's movie. dying. Yeah, Matt Frewer is his, uh, is his partner. You know, uh, the guy who played Max Hedrum in uh, Trash yeah, Game yeah. from The Stand. But I think he, he I think if he died in the line of duty, yep. he got, like, triple, a triple his yeah. life insurance yeah but what happens is he goes in there he just does a random test like blood test and uh the this guy next to him who is like i think he was a mailman or something like that and he's like i just got called in here for a random drug test he's like if i smoked a joint like a couple days ago you think it would show up and then uh dad becomes like oh definitely and he's like huh how do you know and he flips a badge up and he shows him the guy, <laughs> the guy, like, strings up. And there's a great scene where they, they show the hallway and you see this the black guy come out in his like uh smock mm. and he he literally switches the samples and then he comes back and you see his ass as he's going back in to the room and then they tell Dabney Coleman, which was actually the black guy, which you right. saw later on. You saw him actually have his heart attack or something like that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, but they told him, he says, you only have like, you have this aggressive kind of uh, cancer. Uh, cancer or tumor and it's going to yeah. kill you. And you've only got like three weeks or something like that to die. And then that's when he realizes, <laughs> is, I got to kill opinion, myself. Folks, and he can't do it. Opinion. Yeah, right. <laughs> that was the beautiful yeah. thing is he couldn't do it. Yeah. yeah. I loved him screaming at the guy. Yeah. Can't you guys shoot worth a shit? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Running into a hail of bullets. Yeah, and he's trying. He's like holding yeah. his arms out. And he just and every, he looks just nuts to everybody yeah, But else. he's also getting like combination Accolades after combination. And, yeah. <laughs> he's almost bored of it after a while. Super hard to find. Try to find short time. It's like impossible on DVD. Yeah. Uh, um, I'd say Mom and Dad Save the World. Really? Is, that's the one is, I'm not familiar with. Oh, really? That's the one with John Lovitz, yeah. right? Yeah. I love John Lovitz, yeah, dude. I do Buy my book. <laughs> <laughs> after Hours, we talked about recently with her in it where she played that minor role in the middle of it. I loved Let It Ride. Let It Ride's one of my top 25 favorite comedies Dreyfus. of all time. Richard Dreyfus yeah. when he's at the, uh, she was his the wife. racetrack. She was the wife who, a lot didn't, of it was just her in the apartment yeah. on the phone. With she didn't him. want him to do that. She, she yeah, and she went, uh, there's a great scene where she's like all in like sexy lingerie and he was supposed to come to, uh, home for date night and everything and she's like just screaming at him on the oh, phone. Man. It's really funny. Tootsie, she was amazing in Tootsie. I love Tootsie. I don't remember her in the conversation even though I really loved that movie. I'm trying she, to think of who she was in Dumb and Dumber. She was the mom of uh, uh, Lauren Holly. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, she was Lauren Holly's mom. Samsonite. <laughs> I was way off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, I you better do Ace Ventura 3. I'm telling you, watch oh, that, that trailer again yeah. and think just Ace Ventura or old school. He's back, man. That's uh, great. And he's looking really great. Why couldn't he just be using the character to do this? Well, I think he's perfect. I think he's what's going to make that movie. And what, who else is in James Marsden? Which is interesting. He's in it because he he played off. He was in Hop 
opposite another animated character that wasn't huh. really there. Interesting. So now he's going to be doing this. But it was going to be interesting to see what they change with that character, too, that the people were pissed yes. about. The Sting 2, love the Sting 2, man, but I do not remember it. That was the one where Jackie Gleason was on it, and uh, they did the whole scam, and Terry Gar was in on it and everything. I, I need to really buy that movie because I remember the the Sting 1. They were like, yeah, perfectly. I remember the Sting 1, but the Sting 2 I do not remember other than hmm. uh, Jackie Gleason being part of it. All right, this next girl. I think horror, sci-fi, 80s. Man, this is where my mind always goes. It's the fabulous Nancy Allen. Yeah. Can play super sweet, can play mean as shit. And when I say mean as shit, I'm talking about that Care. first one right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Number 30. Oh, she's only done 39 movies. Uh, and, that uh, is weird because I'm way more familiar with her than I am with some of the other people on she here was the that gym have done teacher over 100. And what? In Carrie? No, she was the, the, the one who pulled the fucking pulled thing the, with Travolta. Yeah. The yeah. blonde hair yeah, yeah, girl. Yeah, 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 yeah. And she dated or was married. She either dated or was married to Brian De Palma. That's why she has done a lot of Brian De Palma films on here. Interesting. Uh, but she was really good. Me and Dave remember probably the first thing me and Dave saw her in was 1941. You got three and, Carrie actresses. Yep. Oh, well, there's that thread right there. Yeah. I knew it. <laughs> yeah, three Carrie actresses for sure. But... uh which makes sense too, because that was the that was that well known mm. kind of uh, mean uh, roll call where they went in and they did the uh, the original Mean Girls. Well, no, but that was the <laughs> yeah. that was the audition that was with Star Wars. Remember? That's right. That's yeah, right. when they were both in there. Yeah. De Palma was kind of uh, casting for Carrie, and That's Lucas why they was casting the, for Star the Wars. The greatest American hero guy. Yeah. He's supposed to be Luke, right? For a second or two, <laughs> he was. He, was he wishes that Luke. turned out differently. Uh, he, got his, he got House. He's good. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm sure the residuals for House way out yeah. number the residuals Mark Hamill gets. Absolutely. <laughs> Son of a bitch, you're gonna trigger poor William Cat. Yeah. He's listening to this pod. <laughs> 1941, Nancy Allen was super sexy, man, in that uh, that role where she was turned on by airplanes. It See, was really, really oh, funny. Yeah. In that, man. I, loved I her hated that. her in that. Oh, she really. I did. I don't oh, know why man. I hated her in that. Dress to Kill. I loved her in Dress for Kill. She played the kind of uh, woman that just kind of got wrapped up in seeing what happened on the elevator when that uh, woman was like slashed in her throat, which was crazy. I loved her in Philadelphia Experiment. She was the one that was uh, kind of ran into the two time travelers mm-hmm. during that whole thing and kind of had to help him out. Uh, arguably, at the time, one of her most well-known roles was Robocop. Absolutely. You know? And she was in, she might even have been in three. I didn't include it on the list here, but she was definitely in Robocop 1 and 2. She kind of got screwed out of a good part. I thought two. she died in 2. Really? No, I don't think so. Well, then, I hate to spoil it for you. She dies in 3. Uh, oh, well, that, that might be true, because I don't think she died in 2. She got, she got a really crappy kind of role in number 2, which is... Yeah, do you remember her in number two? I don't remember. It was her basically two. Murphy. What's wrong with you? You're yeah. acting wrong. What's right. wrong with you? I yeah. mean, and that was the extent of her role. I swore that's and why that, they killed a her. A lot off. of times, I think they make agreements for two pitchers and then they don't want to use them, but then they have to use them somehow. Yeah. And they're like, let's just give them this. Token and she role. was great in that first one, man. I loved yeah, her. She was great. Uh, also, when I think of Nancy Allen, one of my favorite. Uh, Shit, should I be putting that as a documentary? God damn, man. <laughs> We're, uh, that, uh, Terror in the Isles? Yeah, Terror in the Isles, man. Really. Is that a documentary? It kind of is. It's a documentary about horror films. Oh, she does make it to three. Sort okay. Of, yeah. yeah, then it, then Justin just ruined it all for all of us. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I'll ruin My it. My afternoon's ruined. I'll ruin it. <laughs> I'll ruin this to you. Robocop 3 sucked balls. Yeah. So <laughs> <watching it. laughs> uh, 
Uh, Terror in the Isles, great horror kind of documentary where I cannot stress how amazing this is. It blew it our minds growing up. Blew our fucking minds, and I'm still... And we even hunt movies now. Yep. Like that one where he... That Phantom of Paradise sta- one. When he was taking the hat when Matt and Landau Yeah, was- that Alone in the Dark. That was a great one, man. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so it's a documentary about horror movies, and it's basically hosted by Donald Pleasance and Nancy Travis, and it's being told while they're Allen, sitting Nancy in... Allen. Nancy Allen. So, sorry. Uh, he would have liked it if it was Nancy Travis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love Nancy. Travis, too, though. But... Uh, yeah, so they just kind of narrate these different horror movies from the 70s and the 80s. And I think I showed it to you once. I think you yeah, watched it. Yeah, well, it was, I don't it think was we cleverly the done, thing, though, but... too. Like, they built up the. You know, how to do different things, the yep. music, the tension. The... They had it in different chapters, like now we'll talk about uh, the horror elements, now we'll talk about kind of sex and horror movies and everything, and it was really done well. I also loved her in Poltergeist 3. Yeah. The, that I know. The high rise one. Yeah. She was really I good in that, that one. I love that one. That was one of the ones that a lot of people, you got to be a real deep horror fan to enjoy Poltergeist 3, I think. A lot of people enjoy 1 and 2. I loved it. I like, loved it. I thought it was great. I, I thought that it was, was the so perfect cool. age for it. And yeah. Laura Flynn Boyle was super cute in it. And the mirrors and the all mirrors that. The mirrors and the puddle in the garage. Oh, shit, like, the things oh, coming man. out. It was really great. Yeah, no, like to this that day. puddle in the garage was the last thing Heather O'Rourke ever filmed because she died during that movie. That little I girl. remember that, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I, I don't know what it is, but to this day, like. Gets just creeps, man. Just randomly, I'll be like going to touch the mirror, and the thought of like something coming through the mirror—it's God, God, just go there. Home. Like I can't get rid of it, no matter. I, I know that's never gonna Candy happen. Candyman. What? Candyman. <laughs> Where'd that come from? Candyman? Uh, Pulse- Candyman? Oh, Candyman! <laughs> stop it. I'll stop this pod right here. Uh, also, and I want to mention Out of Sight. Oh, Blowout 2, which was a great Depalma movie oh, okay. with Travolta, uh, where they're trying to investigate something. It was uh, it was good. It was uh, one of uh, Depalma's better ones. But Out of Sight, she was at the very end. Remember, that was who... Uh, What's Albert uh, Brooks? Albert Brooks. Remember that he finally gets out, and the mm-hmm. whole ending is at that mansion mm-hmm. and everything. She played Midge. Remember yeah. the girl that was like in her underwear and the robe that yeah, yeah. claimed Albert Brooks wasn't there, and he actually was. And she had a great scene at the end there, but it was so random to see because you hadn't seen Nancy Allen in like eight or five years in like a major thing. So seeing Out of Sight was great. Do you remember Out of Sight? I think we mentioned it before, and you weren't familiar with it. I always confuse it with Second Sight. <laughs> There's no way other than the title it's just alone. Whatever the, the name, yeah. No, <laughs> I don't know. It. Floating with with Dan from yeah. my court, or you've got the great George Clooney. Uh, yeah, I'd say it was the George Clooney, Jennifer Lopez, Stephen Zahn, Don Cheadle. Really what would she said? Remember, she's like phenomenal. The tussle. You said one, you yeah. wanted to tussle. We tussled. Yeah. Oh she, like, yeah. Hit on her and she, Dennis Farina. Dennis Farina was awesome right. in this movie. It was a really, really great. It was kind of. Not as like in your face as Pulp Fiction, but it had a lot of those shocking kind of moments on it. Uh, I love Don Cheadle, like Don Cheadle uh, blackmailing Albert Brooks in prison, and uh, he's like, he's like, I'm in prison. What are you gonna take from me? He says, he's gonna kill me with the shank. He's like, hey, it doesn't have to be a shank. You could fall on something else sharp or my dick. <laughs> oh fuck! <laughs> oh man, it was really fun. <laughs> it was great. I highly recommend Out of Sight, and you definitely should see it. All right, I'll let you start off this next one. All right. I had a major crush on her, and I'm sure oh, you had a major too. crush yeah, on her, Oh, me too, yeah, for sure. Too. So tell us a little. And she's she only has 26 movies under her belt. That's because she died way too fucking young. Yes, she did. Don't do drugs. Yeah. Um, so this is Vanity. and she So is... great, she don't need two names. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, and she, she was gorgeous and talented, too. Um, you know, obviously for me, 
goes right to the last dragon. Um, she was great in it, man. Dude, it was, she was so It was good. a major thing for her, too. Out of all these movies, because unfortunately, Vanity was always thrown in. Well, I mean, it's character actors, so she was always thrown in as a character actor. She never had any roles that were really substantial or lasted for a good amount of time other than yeah. Last Dragon. Right. And she was great, man. I mean, she smiled on screen. She just like friggin'. She Action Jackson a lot, though. I loved her in Action Jackson. Well, he killed her. Yeah. Uh, Craig T. Nelson killed her, like injected her on yeah. like the bed and everything and she ended up dying. Yeah. Uh, she was another woman that didn't mind uh, getting naked when it called for it and that was one of the uh, Action Jackson. Do you Jackson. not have her, her big role on here? What? Purple Rain? Uh, did I leave Purple Rain off here? It looks totally like you did. did. Well, I was seeing if you were going to catch it. <laughs> <laughs> you have to cleanse your soul in Lake Minnetonka. <laughs> it's weird I left that off, huh? I yeah, always That's what Prince I always think of. the one who discovered her. She discovered her, her yeah. yeah. Man. Yep. She, and she had a singing career yeah. awesome. because of him, too. Uh, the Vanity Six song is the song that... Um, dun, 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 dun. It's the song that was in Beverly Hills Cop in the strip club. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, and she sings a song in Last Dragon. Yeah. You yeah. know. And she, she sings in Purple Rain, I think. Yeah, I think she does. Yeah, she was great, man. She was very, very multi-talented. There was a uh, a couple of her other movies, uh, 52 Pickup, <laughs> which I always loved. That was with Anne Margaret and uh, Roy Schneider. And I think I think she plays the person that Roy Schneider has an affair with, and then it's a, like a blackmailing thing through the whole movie, but it's a pretty action-packed. It's John Frankenheimer film, really good. Uh, Action Jackson, obviously. There's a couple movies that I that had a lot of cast in here that I hadn't seen, and I, I felt like I should put them on here. And that's Never Too Young to Die, 1986, and Deadly Illusion, '87, uh, where she was she was in those two. Flicks. Interesting, yeah, I never even. Uh, Terror Train, I love Terror Train, man. That was the the great one, uh, the great horror movie. Uh, where David Copperfield was on it. Do you remember that horror movie? It's one Which of my one? girls, Terror Train, yeah. with uh, Jamie yeah, Lee Curtis, yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, she was just one of the uh, one oh, of the people God. on there. But also, I wanted to include it. It's, it's television on here, but I, I felt since she had so little credits, I wanted to add it on it because it was always one of my favorite ones. I was going to say, do you know the, the episode? Yeah, the Tales from the Crypt episode. It's called Dead Weight. It was really, really great. It dealt with uh, John Reese davies was a... Uh, he was like a, uh, what would you say, uh, in like Louisiana. Bigger than a bread box? <laughs> Things that are getting electrocuted. <laughs> but, uh, I want to say, uh, not zombies, but what is that religion that kind of brings people back to life? Voodoo. Oh. Voodoo. 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 Thank you. Yeah. I couldn't think of that name for some reason. He was like a voodoo-like priest oh, wow. and everything, and his wife was vanity. And uh, I want to say it was James Remar came into town and uh, got obsessed with vanity, as all of us do. <laughs> and you knew you knew her husband was, and he was this head voodoo guy. And it's like, your damn head. Don't, yeah, don't <laughs> fucking screw the one Both woman on them. the entire yeah. island. And I think it was like Haiti. Yeah. I think that's where it happened, too. Uh, the one person on the island you shouldn't be fucking around with, and then all of a sudden, yeah, he, he fell was in that in, honey trap. And I, then I was, <laughs> I was in the room when my Dutch friend stole a bunch of money off the voodoo altar in New yeah. Orleans. I don't mm-hmm. know if that oh puts me on a list. When's the last somewhere. time you heard from your Dutch friend? <laughs> yeah. I haven't heard from him again, man. Exactly. Bingo. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he pulled a James Remar. <laughs> and he shouldn't have. Yeah, that was a fabulous Tales to Crypt episode. And it, uh, it ended with like her having they to turn into a zombie. Back. Oh, shit, yeah. On oh, HBO. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. HBO has to do something, too, because everyone's like joking Walking around Dead's this week. Be gone. No, that's AMC. Oh, uh, H- I knew that. Yeah, he did. Uh, 
HBO, well, they got one show that they're hanging their, uh, their hat on. Well, Game of Thrones is over in three yeah. weeks, mm-hmm. and you're going to see... Oh, is it really? Yeah, and you're going to see a mass exit because it's one of the most expensive... Uh, I pay $15 a month. I bet uh, I bet you in the next two weeks they announce something big. Uh, they already have it. It's Coming. The Watchmen. The Watchmen, okay. they just watched the trailer but for But is that it. worth keeping HBO? Uh, well, like, it doesn't come out until August, so I bet people are well, going to cancel their shit and then rejoin in, uh, no, in August. So wait, it's like, you 45 bucks. like the superhero yeah. group? and it's going to be really good, man. They just released the first trailer for it, and it, it makes the Do they use any makes of the, the people movie. from the movie? Well, yeah, it's every character, but it's... That, the, the movie was The same actors, I mean. No, no, no. Uh, the uh, So you can just the movie it for me? I hated the movie. I thought the movie was garbage, but... Uh, the series looks good, and I think they're going to be extremely faithful to the uh, to this book in the series because it's one of the best graphic novels ever made. And uh, HBO was smart to snatch it up, but that's their only thing other than Barry, which I love Barry, but that ends almost the same time as Game of Thrones. So once huh. that's over, I was planning on uh, getting rid of it too, but I love HBO, man. We've had HBO since we were like, what, eight years old, yeah. man? And I, I have a special place in my heart for the company that gave us Fraggle Rock and all those great <laughs> movies that we grew up with. And uh, they have a... Plus every they, they do series they have is still on there, man. And all the documentaries, and that's where you can watch a lot we of We don't watch shows. boxing anymore, but isn't, don't they have boxing on there? Is that Showtime's Showtime? more boxing now. I don't think HBO does it at all. But Yeah, so that's Vanity and our HBO plug. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Dave, why don't you start off this next one? 146 films for this Yeah, this Adrian lady, Barbeau. Man, she's also... Tell it to call you Bill. Tell it to call you Bill. <laughs> <laughs> Call me Billy. Everybody does. Oh man, she pl- that was a character she played that she really never played. She kind of morphed into that character for a little bit in Back to School, a little which, bit uh, yeah. as Rodney Dangerfield's mm-hmm. wife. And yeah, it, <laughs> here's you and Jose. Here's you, you and Jose and the Rumpus. What's with the midget over here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really funny. What do you? What's? Where's your mind go, Justin? When you think Adrian? The Bible? gutter. <laughs> That's where my guy uh, goes too, dude. <laughs> my mind goes, where is that swamp thing? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, that spot, uh, swamp thing DVD where I can't see. Did you know about that? There's yeah, a version I, well, of I remember thing. you saying it previously. But yeah, yeah, they pulled it. There's a scene in Swamp Thing where she's like literally gratuitously washing her body naked in the swamp when she's out there. Oh, and Margaret style. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but that wasn't even her. Yeah, uh, that was a stunt double. Um, but yeah, and it, you can't find it. It's like a it's super hard DVD to find. I will do it. Though. <laughs> yeah. so, I mean, yeah, uh, I, I mean, Creep Show is yeah. probably the Brain's wife too. Ah, uh, yeah, I loved her in Escape from New York. That's probably where my mind goes first is Escape from New York. But I also loved Swamp Thing a lot. And to be honest with you, The Fog is a major one, and that was one of her first things. This is also an actress that kind of. Uh, Got really close with her directors because she, <laughs> she for a had while, sex with all. Yeah. No, I think she was married. I think she was married both to Wes Craven. Uh, she was married to Wes Craven, and then she was married to John Carpenter for a she little likes while. The uh, movie, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but the fog was uh, Zombie Leopard Pirates. Man, that's where she started her whole career. Was doing it's that no uh, movie. Leopard it was great. <laughs> I was thrilled when she lost. Cannonball Run. Oh, she was so great in Cannonball Run. She was the one in the Lamborghini. Yeah. And those Lamborghinis, what year did this come out? 81? 81. Yeah, those Lamborghinis were awesome. Yeah. Oh, shit, yeah, man. But I loved her in Swamp Thing, and she really rocked that poodle hairstyle for, for as long as she could, too. <laughs> yeah. I, she never really let it so go. She was so great in Swamp Thing, uh, and I love, uh, because people forget who Swamp Thing was. was it might have been a, a different good, actor in the suit. she in a good HBO series later on, Carnival. Too? Yeah. Yeah, she was amazing in Carnival. Yeah. I don't think she did a nude scene until Carnival when she was like in her 60s. <laughs> uh, but in Swamp Thing, 
she was opposite. Do you remember who was who played Swamp Thing Ray before Wise? he turned? Yeah, Ray Wise, man. You kind of forget that that's who that guy was. I don't think it was <laughs> him in the suit, though. And then it was the bad guy from Octopussy uh, played the, yeah. the bad guy. I Ray love Wise, that original. Man. They're about to start Twin the new series. Is, he makes Twin Peaks. Oh, yeah, Peaks. he totally makes uh, Twin Peaks. And Jeeper Creepers, too. <laughs> I see it. And uh, also, we should mention uh, Two Evil Eyes was a, a kind of a, an underground horror movie that she was in. Fatherhood. What was Fatherhood? I think it was somewhat famous, too, wasn't it? It was a comedy from 1993. Um, and she was in Argo. I've, Who was I completely she in Argo? Forget her. I've only seen Argo once. I only saw it in the theater. For some reason, I haven't kind of... Because she was too old to be with any of the hostages. Yeah. So she must have been one of the parents of one of the hostages. She could have been, yeah. I'll have to look I, her up. I, actually, when that came out, it made me like Ben Affleck a little more. Damn. Listen yeah. to the cast. Yeah, I know. Damn, that's hard to do, right? Yeah. <laughs> the cast for what? For Fatherhood. It's Halle Berry, Patrick Swayze, uh, yeah, that's Michael right. They're, they're criminals. They go in like rob banks. That's the fatherhood part of it, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. Patrick yeah. Swayze was a bank robber. Interesting. Yeah, I forgot about and that. And that kid, that kid they showed there was the kid from uh, Family Ties. Yeah, Brian Bonsell. Yep. Yeah. He was great in Family Ties. <laughs> yeah, so Adrian Barbeau, man. I mean, you can't watch an 80s film without accidentally running into her at some point, too. She's you really, really great. It. And she's still doing stuff and looking great. All right, this next actress, I loved this actress too, and also another actress that's still going strong, is the great Penelope Ann Miller. 82 films, man. And I, I got a lot on this list because I didn't want to like leave any of these off, man. These were some really great yeah. stuff that she was in. So a lot on here to kind of uh, kind of take in. What, what Where's your mind go, Dave? Um, I would have to say The Freshman. The freshman is where you go. That's interesting. That's great. How about you, Justin? Um, if I remember correctly, isn't she the girl that loses her glasses in Adventures in Babysitting? Yes, she is. That's, she is. that's me right there. Yeah. I mean, Big Top Pee-wee. For me, Big Top Pee-wee or Carlito's Way. Carlito's Way. Mm. Both those films are very strong for her. I love when she gives in Big Top Pee-wee where he's, she's making him eat the egg salad sandwich. Oh, oh yeah. Egg salad yeah. oh, When she catches <laughs> Pee-wee kissing the Italian girl and he's like, yeah. Pee-wee! Yeah. She screams at the top of her lungs like the biggest scream she's ever done. <laughs> But even in like, uh, I think one of the first ones that they ever gave her the like lead in was that Gun and Betty. I was just about to say I forgot about which was fun, man. Yeah, that was was fun. A fun family flick back in the day was really good. But just go through some of these movies, man. Her first one, like you said, Adventures in Babysitting, really great uh, kind of subplot in that movie that, that I loved going back to, like when she's holding the rat. Yeah. She's not going to kill this kid. <laughs> You're not going to kill this That's dog. jumbo-sized sewer rat. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the woman that takes his, her glasses and everything is really uh, great. Bluxy Blues is the... Uh, is she, meets, is uh, she Matthew Broderick's girl in that? Meets her at a dance. Uh-huh. Just thought, wasn't they a prisoner? Wasn't he a prisoner? Then? No, Bluxy Blues? Bluxy Blues? No, no he uh, was in the... What was the one where they were in prison... Camp oh. in the South. Uh, uh, Lawrence Cadence? Fishburne? The Cadence, Cadence is that with Martin uh, Sheen? Yeah, yeah, and Lawrence yeah, Fishburne. Yeah. yeah, I love yeah. that. Now, Biloxi Blues was when he was just in boot camp. That's right. Uh, and then he met... Biloxi. He, he went he to have to sex with Mark Overall, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then uh, he met... Uh, Met Penelope Ann Miller at uh, like a dance and just had a dance with her. Very similar to Dead Bang. At, at Dead Bang, it was somebody at the very beginning of the movie. That's what they did after the dance. Yeah. <laughs> at the very, be- I love Dead Bang. Dead Bang's one of also one of my rare, rare movies that no one has heard of but me. And uh, it's with Don Johnson where he's doing that across country search for that anti semite who's uh, been shooting random people. Uh, 
And at the very beginning of the movie, he goes to like this cop dance and meets Penelope Ann Miller and sleeps with her, but then finds out the uh, next day that it's like one of the cop's wives that's just trying to get back at the cop for oh, everything. She's like, oh, fuck, man. The freshman, what you tell me, tell a little bit about what her kind of role was in the freshman. She was so great. Though. She was, uh, what's his name's daughter, right? Um, was it daughter or niece? Maybe it was daughter. I think it was daughter. Okay. But she was the one that was kind of... What's Marlon Brando? Marlon Brando. Marlon Brando. Yeah. He, she was the one that was kind of keeping Matthew Broderick's character oh, interested art. in yeah, yeah, staying yeah. with Duke, with her father. Like, yeah. Like, and he, he basically he, he was had, doing his Don Corleone character. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm wondering if he probably got permission from Francis Ford Coppola or, or Fox uh, Entertainment to actually but go they were, and do that. They were having these secret... They were having these secret meetings where rich people would pay a hundred thousand dollars or two hundred thousand dollars a plate to eat exotic extinct nearly extinct animals yeah. what made that movie is when you found out they weren't really yeah yeah it was really just like chicken they were yeah. like or it was white fish, fish white fish yeah. and stuff, but, the, but <laughs> everything tastes the, like chicken man yeah but that komodo dragon just oh, made yeah. that he made that movie here this he is, is a lizard armpit the komodo dragon <laughs> that shit's so funny when they're man. singing him out and some of these other movies just around we don't have to is go that Wyndham earl was in there was he the uh, one that was chasing them the the agent that was chasing I don't know if it was him or not that's interesting I have to rewatch I don't even remember an agent that was chasing him they had maybe a, yeah I think it was Wonder yeah I'd have to look uh, some of these other movies Awakenings that she played the woman that was uh, taking care of her father that ended up meeting Robert De Niro and didn't know he was a patient Kindergarten Cop was a big role for her where she played the mother of the kid yeah. that was uh, in hiding that right. Arnold Schwarzenegger was trying to find out. Other People's Money, I haven't seen that forever with Danny DeVito. Wow, I forgot uh, about that. Remember Danny DeVito? Remember they had that great conversation of, of they were going to have a bet together who could make who come first or something, and it was, it was huh. really funny. Uh, got in bed, you lose handbag. She, Chaplin, which was one of the women that Chaplin, uh, remember, there was like... It, it was Robert Downey Jr. basically his relationship with like three different women. I think Carla Gino was one of them, and then uh, no, not Carla Gino. Uh, that Valerie uh, woman, the Italian girl from uh, Rain Man, was in that yeah. movie. Um, Carlito's Way, amazing in Carlito's Way, man. She was so great. In that I movie. can't recommend that movie more. Yeah, Carlito's Way, one of the best gangster movies, one of the best Pacino movies ever made. Yeah. Really, really well done. That one scene when he goes with his cousin to pick up money. Oh yeah. At the pool, At the pool hall. hall, yeah, yeah, and like he sees it unfolding as oh, yeah. before it starts happening, and he's like gets some line up the trick shot, and you're like Brian De Palma, man. Kept, you kept like waiting for it to happen and waiting for it to happen. All of a sudden, boom! Brian De Palma nailed it. Yeah, in that movie, you didn't man. hear your boss is dead. Yeah, he fucking gutted oh. that young kid. I love the shadow man as Margot Lane. Yeah. I love the shadow man. That's another movie that I Alec like Baldwin. that a lot of people don't appreciate. Alec Alec I always like that one. John Lone, John Lone as uh, Genghis Khan's like great. Uh, Descendants in that movie yeah. was so great. John, he brought so much comedy to that uh, role that I really appreciated. <coughs> Relic, Relic's another one of those movies. That's the was one she that the took scientist? place. I think so. That's the one that took place at the museum, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah, I saw that one. It was in good, the theater, man. Yeah. It had like uh, Tom Sizemore in it, a bunch of people. Long Came a Spider. I wasn't as much of a fan of that as I was. Uh, uh, what was the first one uh, that they did of that? Kiss the Girls. That was kind of the sequel to Kiss the Girls, which just wasn't oh, really? as good. And the artist, she was great in the artist. She played it like she was a lot older, and you didn't really kind of recognize her, and especially in the black and white and the hair doing everything. But she was great. Did you ever see the artist? Uh, yeah, but I, I don't remember much of it. Saw it in the movie theater right before it won the Oscar. It was black and white, right? Yeah, it was black and white. It was fun. It was cool. Uh, yeah. All right, it, it was mostly silent. Yeah, except for like. I think the dog barked at one uh, moment that you heard a car horn and a gunshot or something like that. It was just a couple of those elements that they think, but I don't know if there was ever a word spoken. And it was 
It was interesting. I liked it a lot. The script was short. Uh, it was good. <laughs> All right. So this next uh, lady here, been around for a while. The first movie was Out of Sight, who played the wife of the uh, You Want to Tussle uh, guy, or yep. the sister. I think it was the sister yeah, yeah, yeah. of her. Was uh, and This is the fabulous Viola Davis. Done 86 movies, and she just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger, man. And she... Probably hasn't even done her best thing yet, and this this list here is Solaris. a lot of good stuff here. Solaris, man, and God. we haven't talked much about that movie, to be honest with you. Yeah, that's a that might be a Sci-fi. good wild card uh, yeah. one where we can actually reveal what the hell yeah, is going yeah. on in that movie because one of my favorite Jeremy Davies roles and her too. I mean, her too. There was yeah, her too. Uh, just to tell you a little basis, there was uh, George Clooney. Seen Solaris. Uh, I have. It's been a while. Also, a movie that was, uh, I think it was a Swedish version first. Mm-hmm. And I it hear it's just it's a as very mind bending movie. Really, like, yeah, it's kind of a mind fuck of a movie. You really have to be in the right mood to watch it. But they're basically, they're, they're up in space in the space station, and there's only like three of them it's George Clooney, Jeremy Davies, and Viola Davis. And they're kind of in this kind of nebula kind of thing, which is affecting what's going on in their heads and their brains and actually physical what's actually being created like manifesting yeah. in the space center and each one of them are seeing something from their past kind of appear to them yeah. but what's great about it is they were all secret about what it was yeah. <laughs> and uh, Viola Davis was so fucking scared and wouldn't even open her door and it was great when you just couldn't even imagine what she was seeing and we never really got to see what she was seeing we heard her talk about it right. at one point and it, it was enough what was that, it uh, that she was seeing I think her husband her, her, husband, was her husband beating yeah. her or something this was another great Steven Soddenberg movie which which is interesting because these first three movies on her list here on Vi- Vi- Viola Davis are all Soddenberg is Sirianna uh, Soddenberg that might even be Sodenberg also. It sounds like it. That's yeah. an awesome movie. Yeah, she's, Check she's out Sirianna. One, I think she's one of the... Steven Soderbergh directed She's it. one of the FBI, yeah. CIA agents. Uh, traffic, Solaris, Out of Sight, uh, World Trade Center. I, I never saw the World Help. Trade Center. Never, real, never oh, saw wow. the Help. Help was, was a good great, one. man. Yeah. Was, was it really good, man? That's where you got to see that girl... Uh, what's the uh, the really funny girl that's actually going to be in a horror movie? Have you seen the trailer from Ma? Yeah, no. Uh, Olympia, uh, Octavia Spencer. She was in The Help. She was the one that kind of did the major thing, which you haven't seen, and I don't want to ruin it for you because it was actually one of the big funny scenes in The Help where the woman made the pie. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've heard about it. Oh, yeah, scene. yeah. Octavia Spencer was her, but... Yeah. Have you never seen the trail from Ma that comes out in a couple weeks? No. Where she plays... It's like a horror movie where Octavia Spencer gets close to these college students invites them over to the house and you can party here if you want and like almost lets them party with them but then she starts partying with them and then she becomes obsessed and they're she's tweeting pictures of them and uh she becomes like a psychotic crazy bitch where she starts kidnapping all of them and everything what? And it looks weird man That's check out the crazy. trailer from ma yeah it's interesting um so it looks like uh siriana was directed by um I had it pulled up and then it disappeared. So never oh, mind. It's gone, man. It's yeah, gone. Right. Uh, Steven Soddenberg? No. Gay Goggin? Oh, okay. Yeah. So I guess just the first three were with Steven Soddenberg films, but not, What's he doing, man? not bad. That's a good question. I'm not sure what Steven Soddenberg's doing. Spending lots of money. <laughs> now, I haven't <laughs> seen Doubt. Life. I know what Doubt was. That was the Philip Seymour Hoffman, uh, Meryl Streep one about the, oh, the, the preachers. preachers. Like, I hear it's supposed kids. to be really good. It's supposed to be good, but because of the subject matter. You can only watch so many. Like, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I can't watch any 
of that. Oh, you would well, like. Yeah, um, you got to watch the spotlight. 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 You got to watch. That's man. the uncovering. They don't really, show it. There's nothing. They, it's, it's all about the a couple of victims talk about what happened to him, but, but mostly Keaton it's the and, investigation yeah, about it. It's like ten of the best actors. I've ever. seen that probably five times. Yeah, you should definitely watch so Spotlight. Good. It's really good. Uh, the law-abiding citizen. She played the judge. Yeah, I loved her as the right. judge in law-abiding citizen. It seems yeah, like absolutely. she's played the judge more than once too. I think. Yeah, I'm wondering if she played one, and it's kind of a funny story. That was a great movie with Zach Galifianakis. A good comedy about them all in kind of a. They, they were in like a rehab. I wouldn't say a <laughs> mental institute, but they were in a rehab thing for a lot of them who had committed, tried to commit suicide, and had problems and everything. And, and Zach Galifianakis was great in it. I don't. The uh, help for sure is when she started getting huge, and I loved her in Prisoners, man. I don't remember her in Ender's Game. Oh, she was one of the freaking main the, generals with Harrison Ford. Is that what she was? She was training him, man. Yeah. That movie, and I'm not going to reveal the ending, but that movie, it. that ending, I didn't see coming. Oh, my brother um, told me about he, the book. Yeah. Like, he ruined you know, it for you? Well, no, no. He told me to read the book. Yeah. You know what I mean? I have and, the book. I haven't read well, it. Yeah, no. I mean, this was years My girl before, read the book. She yeah, likes the book. He told me to read the book probably five years, yeah. and, and I, I'm sorry. I, I hate to say it. I don't read books. Yeah. I'm trying to read more, but I don't <laughs> read don't books. don't read. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so I so I knew, you know what I mean. But yeah, that movie, you knew the ending, yeah, beforehand. But, yeah, uh, we'll have to watch it sometime at the house because I, I probably should have seen the ending coming, but I didn't, and I was like, holy crap! Yeah, um, but there's also like another uh, book in that series that's supposed to oh, be there's really a, good about. I, there's a bunch of them in that yeah, series. Um, but yeah, that and but then, the uh, the author turned out to be like a racist scumbag. So oh, know, really? I didn't realize. I, that. I highly doubt. If he's, he's writing get, anymore, well, yeah. I highly doubt he, they're going to do another film if they're uh, going to have to give him residuals for anything. So yeah, we'll see. Um, <laughs> and also, I, I actually really liked her in Suicide Squad. She was one of the decent things about Suicide Squad. Yeah, uh, that movie, in my opinion, was garbage. And now they're doing a new one where they're completely ignoring it. Yeah, and like, completely, I mean, and it, they need to because yeah. you know who's doing the new Suicide Squad? John Gunn. Oh, that's right. I heard or about James, that. Gunn. James Gunn. Yeah, I heard about John that. John Gunn's his brother. Um, yeah. Uh, also, I heard Will Smith Thank isn't Christ. in. Um, but see, the thing is, is he was one of the only things I liked about that. Yeah, movie. but he wasn't like, Deadshot in any way whatsoever. Just his character's concept. Yeah. But um, yeah, but I loved her character in yeah. that. You know, it's just she was the fucking oh, boss. Wall, uh, the Wall, man. She was awesome in yeah. that. Uh, in I would like to see her again in the other one, but we'll see yeah. if they do it. I bet he kind of recasts the entire thing, which he really needs to. I loved her in Prisoners. Prisoners is one of those absolutely fucking phenomenal movies. That's the one where uh, Hugh Jackman and Terrence Howard's kids are abducted oh, at the yeah. very beginning of the movie, and they think that uh, the kid from There Will Be Blood did it, so they kidnap Dano. him. And remember, Dano. they keep him in the, one of their properties oh, yeah, and yeah. start torturing they, the shit out they, of him. They he, build a closet he, in the shower, yeah, right? Yeah, it turns the and hot, hot water, water on, on and then yeah. turns the cold water on. Oh, and it's like torturing the hell movie. out of him, man. This was the a, end was And Jake Gyllenhaal. Awesome. Jake Gyllenhaal was really great in the movie, man. Oh, yep. Such an amazing movie. And I think that was the... I'm not sure who directed Prisoners, but I think that might have been the Arrival guy who did... Uh, now I gotta look it up. Dude, I love that movie. Which one? Prisoners? The Arrival. I still haven't seen it, but I know I'm going to oh love it. Oh, my God. I know I, I, yeah, it. and that's what the thing. What is it about? Um, it's just basically about making first contact yeah. with oh, aliens. I need to watch it. It's always on uh, the what's top her of name? my list. Uh, yeah, Amy Adams. Yeah. Oh, um, I'm, I guess I'm, I'm thinking of first contact. Oh, uh, that's uh, the other guy. From the yeah, the, it is the same director 90s. as the Prisoners. This is the, in my opinion, this is the best director directing right now. And his name is Dennis Villanueva. Villeneuve. Villeneuve. 
Villanueva. Villanueva. Mm-hmm. Villa, Villa, Villa. And so he's only done in, let me... <laughs> Sorry, our Spanish listeners. Yeah. <laughs> so he's doing <laughs> Dune, and he's doing Cleopatra right now, but he's also... Who's playing well, Cleopatra? Uh, <laughs> we're going on so many rabbit holes. What are we doing in character <laughs> actress pod? I mean, uh, I don't know who's playing. They don't too. have uh, a cast listed here on that yet, so it's probably in pre-production still. But it, just for him doing Blade Runner 2049, The Arrival, Sicario, oh, wow. Prisoners, those were his kind of biggies that he yeah. had done, so... He is prisoner probably right must now. have been made for nothing. Uh, yeah. Also on here is Fences. We should mention it because it was uh, I hadn't seen it, but it was a big, big movie that just happened two years ago. Was with that her the one? Denzel. Washington. Denzel. Yeah, I think he was nominated for. An I think Oscar they were both that nominated. One. Yeah, I don't. And think that's what's great about Viola won. Davis. What was? What was that I don't think either one of them won. No, I don't no. think they won, but they got nominated. Excuse and me. that's why it's great to put Viola Davis on here now because at this point she's like. Almost with fences, she almost has left character actor stage where she could play leading lady uh-huh. in anything now. So, but up until then, she look she looking at this list. She's just a great character actress. All right, this next lady here, and this was probably the one actress that a lot of people have seen, but it's one even the average moviegoer, if they saw this list, they might not be, know who she is, and she definitely deserves her due. And that is the great Diane Venora. Uh, now, just by her name, do you guys know who would know who she who she is? I have. I'm having trouble. I think even I know looking who at the movies, is. you're having trouble. Uh, yeah, She's Al Pacino's wife from Heat. Yeah, right? that's okay. where you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and I I always go the Jackal. Right. She played that amazing the, Russian, yeah. Russian agent woman. with the scar yeah, on the yeah, side yeah, of her yeah, face. Yeah, She's kind of yeah. like a chameleon in a lot of things. And in Romeo and Juliet, she played the the crazy wife in that movie. I guess it was. I guess it was either Romeo or uh, Juliet's uh, mom Mom. in that movie. And she was like, she was reminded me kind of of uh, not as violent, obviously, but she reminds me of Jessica Lange's character in like Titus, Mm -hmm. where she was just over the top and just (laughs) crazy. Uh, I loved her in FX. Was, was FX she the was girlfriend? Like, she was the one who was shot through the window. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It was, she was really great. That was definitely the first time I saw her. I went back and watched Wolfen, which was the uh, the werewolf movie with Albert Finney, and she was great in that. I can't remember who she was in The Cotton Club, but The Cotton Club was a great movie. Richard Gere and Gregory Hines. I haven't seen Cotton Club in forever, man. Yeah, that's interesting. But, uh, she went and did Ironweed, which was a big one. I think that was Jack Nicholson. Bird was the Clint Eastwood movie that was about... Um, it had uh, what's his name from Good Morning Vietnam, the black guy, Forrest Whitaker. Forrest Whitaker. He played. Piano? Is it Charlie Parker? I think the the trumpet player was oh, that yeah, Charlie Parker. Yeah. yeah, that was one of the weird Clint Eastwood movies that uh, uh, that he came in and directed that you didn't expect. But uh, Diane was a <laughs> like match. Pink Cadillac. <laughs> <laughs> one of the great movies on here we don't talk about enough that doesn't get enough do is 1996, The Substitute. Man, that was yeah, kind yeah. of the oh. movie that started that Robert all Patrick those School. No, that was uh, mm-hmm. Tom Berenger. Tom Berenger and like uh, what's Diane his name? And, uh, not Diane Lane. Uh, well. Diane, Diane, Diane Venora. Venora. <laughs> no, no, I wasn't thinking her. Uh, Lou Gossick Jr. It was Lou Gossick Jr. I was Jr. thinking, who's the other girl? Was he... From The Substitute? Yeah, uh, the other main teacher, female. Mm, I can't remember. I'll have to look her up. Yeah, because she Check was her up. the, because they she did, was the they girlfriend. They did like three uh, Substitute movies, but after the first one, they replaced Tom Berenger with Treat Williams. And they were decent. Damn, but this kind of Louis started. Guzman was in that. Oh, he was in that yeah, too. We huh? could have thrown that on the uh, character actor for him. Yeah, who else? What are the other uh, actresses in there? Uh, let's see. Diane Venora. I'm telling you, must have been her. It's the only actress I, I see on that list. The only actress I okay. see. There's yeah. Peggy Pope. And yeah, she was uh, good. Uh, but that was a good movie that kind of set off all those, like, you remember Dangerous Minds got yeah, huge, and it yeah. was very popular. Lean on Me kind of started it off where he, God, was, he used his movie. words and everything. Batman. 
But <laughs> in the substitute, I mean, he really he had to kick some asses in the uh, mm. substitute, so it was like taken to that next level. I don't uh, think he can hit kids now. Yeah. So the jackal. She I was, mean, you can. You can. <laughs> you just can't have witnesses. Yeah. <laughs> Is that what you think you gotta, I was going to say? You got to bring them out here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we're just going to take a little country ride. <laughs> Cameras everywhere, man. Yeah. Rip that. Uh, I loved her in the jackal, though. For my money, that was the she kind of put in a performance that went beyond yeah. anything she yeah. had done before. She was really, really great. She's a you really, she was a badass, and you really cared about her. Yeah. And you could tell that uh, that the Richard Gere character and the Sidney Poitier character really cared about her. Yeah, man, she got through the couch, and then he yeah, did super creepy. He was like, just like matter of fact, he's yeah. like, if you cover, put some pressure here, you got fifteen minutes. One of the most underrated Bruce Willis roles. Oh yeah, ever man. I mean, it's not easy to come in there and do a. I mean, it's not like he was silent in it the movie either. Chameleon he had, he had a lot of lines. Yeah, and he had a lot were, of different characters. Remember but that's that what played? it was, you know. And when he was when he played the gay character, just to get into that house, mm. man. Every time we talk about the Jekyll, I need to rewatch it. Sprawl. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, true crime so she teamed back up with Clint Eastwood for true crime I'm not sure who she was in that or in 13th Warrior but I only saw 13th Warrior once that was the Antonio Banderas kind of yeah. uh, King Arthur kind of era one where there was like uh, swords and shit like that swords and shit. insider she was great though I loved her as Wygant's wife in that movie yep. who really had to uh, put a great performance in of somebody who really thought their family was threatened Hamlet, another great one. That was the last one I had on here because I don't know much what she's been doing since then. But uh, do you remember the Hamlet, the uh, Ethan Hawke one? The Ethan Hawke one where it, it took it up to another level where they they used the idea of Hamlet, but it was the Hamlet Corporation uh, or the Denmark Corporation. And so he was the heir to the Denmark Corporation and his father just died. And uh, Bill Murray played Polonius mm -hmm. and they still did the old timey kind of dialogue and everything but they all had suits on and they were it was dealt with a business instead of the kingdom and everything interesting and it was a great uh, scene because if you remember from the original uh, in, she played the uh, the wife you know uh, Hamlet's mom in there who was kind of fooling around with the other king and uh, if you remember, one of my favorite scenes from the original uh, kind of the Hamlet play was where Polonius, who was uh, Ophelia's... I don't know who played Ophelia in this. That would be an interesting who played Ophelia because whoever plays Ophelia in everything it's has always, to be like that next level yeah. actor. The Mel Gibson one, it was the played by... Bonham uh, Carter. Uh, and she uh, was Helen awesome. Carter. Really good. And uh, that's one of my favorite characters that Shakespeare ever created. Yeah. Well, Polonius played her dad and that's who Bill Murray played. And at some point... In the play, he hides behind a curtain. Mm -hmm. Julia Stiles. Julia Stiles plays Ophelia. That's perfect uh, role for her because she can play that kind of next level. But the in the original play, when Polonius dies, he's behind a curtain listening in, and they uh, Hamlet thinks it's somebody else and puts a uh, sword right through there and kills Polonius by accident. Uh, and it was done the same way with Bill Murray. And it was in a closet. So Bill Murray went in the closet at one point, and they didn't use swords. They used guns. So Ethan Hawke at one point, boom, they open the door, and Bill Murray gets shot in the fucking head and falls down dead. And you're like, holy shit. Damn. <laughs> but, I mean, you knew it was going to happen if you were familiar with the yeah, play. Yeah, right? you knew this character. It's one of my favorite name. Shakespeare plays is uh, Hamlet. Well, Titus Andronicus, too. But you still have not talked about Titus on this movie. So we're going to get Titus in here at some point. Have you, you not seen Titus? I think you had. I think you mentioned a scene from One it, but you didn't realize. One of Anthony Hopkins' best roles ever. Yeah, He's Anthony Hopkins, man. Runs the so gamut good. of emotion. Yeah, hmm. so good. Jessica Lange, everyone was great. All right, this next actress, 
always love this actress, man. She's every she makes me smile every time she kind of shows up in a movie because she just <laughs> I think about all the other movies she's done, man, and she's kind of gone all over the place. If you look at these roles, a lot more action than you even thought she had done too. And this is the amazing Lucy Liu. Yeah, I, she's great. Ninety-seven. I flex. have a crush on That's her. Nuts. I'll have a random dream once a year with Lucy, <laughs> Lucy Liu in it, huh? <laughs> Impressive. Random <laughs> dream. I, I'll dream very rarely about actors. Every once yeah. in a while, I'll be dreaming yeah. of somewhere and I meet an actor and we're just hanging out and it's cool, but mm-hmm. I have a dream about her once a year. Probably. That's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> my wife's dreams saying, about actors. I'm sorry. Uh, I don't, I, dude, I don't even remember my dreams most of the I, time. I never remember my dreams. I, ever, ever, I ever. I remember dreamed. like one dream a year in like three years ago, since it's pertinent with actor dreams, I'll mention it real quick. And it's something that me and my wife will constantly bring up every time we see this actor uh i had like i said one year a dream i'll remember maybe once every two years and Mm -hmm. i think it's because i sleep in like four hour blocks that i'm not ever completely down even though when i fall asleep boom it's like a light switch right i wake up four hours later yeah but i just don't dream and uh i had a dream once where ll cool j was uh he was like the maid at my house nice cleaning the toilets and cleaning the thing (laughs) so me and my wife every time and every once in a while when the house gets needs to be cleaned and everything we'll make the joke we need to call ll LL cool j J. and and no one knows what the fuck we're talking about other than that that's really Uh, what are you gonna say now oh oh no Uh, well i mean you so, go back to Lucy Liu? No, no, uh, yeah, no. Nah, we'll I'll stay Lucy, yeah, yeah, we'll go to Lucy Liu. <laughs> go ahead. I, no, tell me what you uh, think about with Lucy. We know what Dave thinks about. You know, with Are her these sexy. No, dreams? they're not even sexy dreams. <laughs> right. That's the weird thing. Well, the LL Cool J one was. Yeah, no. <laughs> he was in a leotard. No, I mean, yeah, and she's she's <laughs> uh, he was dressed as a ballerina. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I mean, she is absolutely beautiful. There's yeah. no question about that. Um, but you know, it's interesting for her. Like, my mind doesn't necessarily just go to one thing. Um, Lucky number eleven. Yeah, um, Charlie's yeah, Angels. I'm a big fan of that movie. I'm a I big love fan of her movie. character. Payback. Yeah, she's Payback great. is always that Payback. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> Payback. <laughs> Dominatrix. She's so funny in that. I role. don't remember her in Jerry Maguire though. I don't remember Jerry Maguire. No, uh, she was one of uh, Renee, one of the friends, right? Friends. Okay. Or yeah. unless she was was she one of the cutthroat kind of agents? She could have been. I could have she seen. I could see her play like the cutthroat one of the cutthroat agents. But yeah, I mean, you know, and then you Gridlock. Know. She was great. She played the drug dealer's kind of uh, uh, girlfriend that ends up getting killed. Mm. Uh, she was great in that. Played to the bone. Do you remember that movie? I haven't seen it since the theater. That was the one with Woody Harrelson and Antonio Banderas or boxers. The boxing movie. Yeah, I love that movie. Yeah, I haven't yeah. seen it since the theater. Oh, but it wasn't, it wasn't horrible. No, it, it was wasn't. all right. Charlie's Angels was a big role for her too, and they're just they're redoing it now. Yeah, and just Chris is always going to be in. It's supposed to be good. How much Bill Murray hates her? Really? Why? He mentions he hates her all the time. Really? They no. Had uh-huh. a huge fight on the set. He of yelled, what movie? Of uh, Charlie's Angels. Bill oh, Murray was right. in Charlie's Angels. He's Charlie. He was Charlie. Oh, I didn't know that's that. right. And he couldn't stand her. He's made did they even fun they had her. scenes together? I thought he was a voice. Wasn't he the voice? There's a couple of them, but he just. Kept saying how terrible of an actress she was. He said this on like interviews and shit. Wow, that's fucked up, man. Well, I guess he's got his reasons. Some people just don't get along, you know? <laughs> Shut the fuck up, kid. We're trying to do some acting. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Great throwback. <laughs> uh, the Christian she, Bale one when the light, somebody walked through his frame. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. The lighting director or something, and yeah. he went off He on. went off. I heard that one. <laughs> but also, though, I mean, like, he has a point, though, because he's like, 
uh, what what kind of acting is it? Method, uh, method acting, yeah. you know, and like that's not something that you just like. Okay, here we go. Take like that's no. you're you're in that and like like Daniel Day Lewis when he wants to be referred to as Mr. President on the set of Abraham Lincoln, you yeah. let him you, you call him Mr. Exactly, President. you know, and then for somebody to like completely fucking take you out of that and like just reset yeah, the whole time and like, someone that should have known better. Exactly, that's what you know, it is. Yeah, that's really what it know, is. He like, should have known better. Yeah, I don't I don't think he should have talked to him the way he did and called him out the way he did but he needed to get called yeah. out yeah although i thought it was hysterical that when he won was it the oscar or the golden globe christian bale thanked satan really oh be- that's because uh uh because of vice dick, Ch- dick cheney is basically yeah. Satan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah i just watched it again oh last man week. i saw so it good. it was fucking so great, great man. so funny man amazing you, you forget how funny it is but then it's the same guy that does the big short you forget and- how much you I like almost, to think you like to think George Bush had some measure of power, but it almost is like he was just the cartoon. Yeah, I actually almost that. put that on the disturbing pod because <laughs> of how fucking disturbing that story in yeah. itself is. Sure. Like, man, and, uh, what's insane. her name? Amy Adams is she was crazy. Oh my so, god, dude. Yeah. Uh, but let's get back to Lucy Liu here. Uh, yeah. Shanghai Noon is something we never talk about, and I think is so fucking fun. I've man. only seen that a couple of times. With Jackie, uh, what's Jackie Chan, Jackie Chan, and, uh, and Owen Wilson. Owen Wilson, man. Wilson I loved yeah. him. Had one of my favorite lines ever by uh, Jackie Chan had already exposed the fact that he's like this karate guy to uh, Owen Wilson, and they're in like that cell together, and they're they're stuck there, and Jackie Chan's doing his moves and everything. He says, "I'm gonna warn you, man. I don't know karate, but I know crazy, and I'm not afraid to use it." <laughs> so great and she was funny as hell in that movie man and she was in Chicago which was a big movie for her do you guys remember the ballistic X versus server that was her against uh, no. damn I want to say it's um, I do remember that I want to say it's Antonio Banderas where they were going uh, or maybe it wasn't maybe it was Jason Statham where they were going opposite each other with guns and shit up. like that it yeah. seems like it's something to be right up your alley yeah no uh, I just I, I know that I've seen it um, we haven't mentioned Kill Bill which I, I think Kill Bill is oh, how amazing she is in that that's just that boardroom scene. scene yeah oh yeah <laughs> how sweet dude. she is and then she that <laughs> she, quick run across the run. Thing, yeah, and, oh, man I loved it man she was so great in that uh, Domino, I love Domino. I haven't seen that in a while. That was a really great. Was that Ridley Scott or Tony? I think it was Tony Scott did Domino. That was the one with Kira Knightley when she was like the last, bounty hunter. When did he go? Fifteen, um, ten years after that, probably. Yeah, if that was even him. Not Antonio sure. Banderas. It wasn't Antonio Banderas. Yeah. yeah, it looked good. I remember the cover of it, but I had never seen it. Yeah, it looked like one of those classic, like just straight up carefree action. Yes, yeah, lots of guns, explosions, yeah, Kung Fu guns Panda. and stuff. And she's great at that, man. And Kung Fu Panda. She's What's a great that, voice. Kung Fu Panda. <laughs> yeah. uh, I've only seen Kung Fu Panda once, but it was funny as hell. I mean, I love Jack Black. Yeah. I love all those guys that did the voices. Dennis Haysbert's one of the voices in it. So I cool. remember liking the, uh, I think it was like the Praying Mantis. Was there a Praying Mantis in it? He I was can't his, remember. Yeah. I think there familiar. was. That was the I Miyagi. Mean, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Uh, it, would, it seems like it should be. I know, right? <laughs> I know there's like three of those, right? Yeah, I, probably yeah, I think there's them. a bunch. I think they did a TV special yeah. and stuff like that too. So Very popular for sure. All right, this next great actress... And uh, she's done 66 flicks. I don't know if I said Lucy Liu in 97. Yeah. <laughs> and I should mention, I, and I probably mentioned it in the po- past with a past pod, but I'll mention it again, is I have a special memory when I think of PJ Souls than most people because oh. – uh, <laughs> So it's PJ Souls, and she is. If you if you know the '80s at all, she the '70s and the '80s, she was a, a a fixture in a lot of great horror movies and comedies and stuff. And we'll go through the list here. But my friend Sarah was uh, pregnant, and she was 
about to give birth and she was going to it wasn't a Lamaze class but it was one of those other classes where they they teach you breathing and stuff like that and they uh it was a specific kind of technique that they that they did uh very similar to Lamaze like I remember hearing about it and I was like isn't this just Lamaze and uh <laughs> they went to actually and I was filming this is when we were doing a lot of the filming and I had a camera so I was filming her progression for her just for free because she was friends uh friends with us and I would go and I'd film her standing in front of the camera with her belly so you could do like this transition of her getting pregnant and she wanted me to come to one of these classes so I came to the class recorded for about 20 minutes and then left and they gave her a video to like go home and watch where it's an it's a person giving birth using this method like completely on camera birth and it was PJ Souls, the actress, oh, wow. giving birth to like her first child or second child or something. So I just have a role to play. I happened to, <laughs> I happened to come over to Sarah's house while they were watching it, uh-huh. and I just walked in, and they were like, "Dude, <laughs> do you want to see PJ Souls giving birth? Because she's about to." Oh my god! And then I, I turned, and then and I like, say, "No, yeah, <laughs> why not would I at all?" Seen that? I filmed my friend Sarah giving. I birth. wouldn't want to see that either. Room, and yeah. I filmed it too. Yeah. So. <laughs> I, I kind of wanted to see, and I had seen, like, you know, in high school, you see, like, quick videos. Yeah, uh, in my high school. Yeah, not in ours. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it, it was very interesting that, yeah, it was full that on camera. Funny, like, her, her face and her crotch were right there, and you got to see the baby pop right out of her. And I'm like, wow, yeah. this is insane. So <laughs> that's the memory I have when I think of <laughs> I tried I, to I think make Halloween with her sitting up in the bed. Yeah, see, I try to force yeah. myself to think of that because it, this wasn't the birth wasn't even that age too. It was uh, it was well well after that. <laughs> <laughs> was she in uh, Was she in Friday the Thirteenth? No. no, no. There's a lot of people like her in Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah. There was one girl that looked similar to how she dressed the with the pigtails and the, the, yeah. the number two I think it was no number one that looked very much like okay. her but a lot of people so there's there's probably three or four movies on here that I think most people would kind of immediately go to uh, definitely three movies on here uh, how about you Justin what do you think when you think of PJ Souls you know who she is when we when we mention her right? yeah yeah um, I mean for me it's probably Stripes Stripes was yeah. a really great one with her I, she was I, Sean Young's Best friend that was Best with friend. Bill Murray. Yeah, I remember. Remember, he's trying to spatula her ass off the stove when he's like, they're like break into the like general's house to kind of have sex. And <laughs> she was great in that movie, man. And that was uh, see, that was well ahead of her uh, career too. I think probably the first thing we saw her in was Carrie. Yeah, because Dad let us watch bits and pieces of Carrie, and then I saw more of it when uh, when we watched Terry in the Isles. But she was just playing one of the girls alongside Edie uh, McClurg over there who were just like taunting Carrie through the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And she wore that baseball, that red baseball cap. Was she the dating whole thing. the greatest American hero? Was that her girlfriend? No, I don't think so. I think that was Nancy Allen was with. Because uh, well, he was dating no, it somebody. And it was she... the girl that was kind of nice to, uh, uh, to her. Okay. Yeah. But the one that got it from the sign? The that, was the, that was the teacher. That was the coach. That was the coach, yeah. Okay. Or the yeah, the teacher that was kind of nice to her. Uh, but yeah, she was mean as hell to her. And at Halloween, she had that great kind of drinking game thing that you do. Every time she says totally, you yeah. take a drink or take a shot. <laughs> she says it through the whole movie. She must say it 30 times where she's just going, totally, totally. <laughs> and she's just so funny, man. She is that funny friend that Jamie Lee Curtis has that you kind of know she's going to die and you hate to see it. But it's that memorable death scene. Probably mm. one of the most memorable death scenes in horror movies. Like you said, when she sits up in bed and the boyfriend mm. comes in, who you think it's the boyfriend, yeah. but it's actually Michael with the sheet, sheet over, over with his yeah. glasses on. Yeah. Over his head. Like, 
and just What's creepy. What's the matter? A ghost got your uh, tongue yeah. or something? Yeah. <laughs> got your ghost. Or, yeah. And then she gets on the phone to call Laurie, and uh, he comes up behind her and just chokes her to death with the uh, with the phone cord, man. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. Breaking Away, she played, I think she played, I don't think she played one of the uh, cutters. I think she was, uh, or like the cutter group. I think she was with the other group in that movie, and she was great. Loved Rock and Roll High School, man. Does anyone here know what Rock and Roll High School? Ramones. That's the Ramones movie, yeah. man. Mm. So great. Remember who played the kind of the wizard guy that gave everyone love advice and everything? Do you remember who I don't Clint Howard. <laughs> Clint Howard was the guy who like knew everything and kind nice. of went between all the groups. That's right. That's right. That's right. Super funny. And, and PJ Souls was kind of the main girl in that uh, movie, man. She was great in Private Benjamin. She played kind of opposite Goldie Hawn uh, as one of the recruits. It was weird that she did Private Benjamin right before she did Stripes. Jawbreaker yeah. is a movie we never talk about in here, which was a really great movie uh, that was very similar to like Heather's. Do you remember Jawbreaker? I don't. Uh, give me the, the three, me who's the in three it. girls, uh, Rose McGowan, uh, PJ Souls, I think, was one of the teachers. But it was three high school girls. You know, that I, it's weird that when I try to get my wife to know this girl, all I have to say is something, and I'm not sure your mind will go there too, but do you know who, when I say the Noxima girl, who that is? She's got those big eyes that are yeah, little Carrie, eyed Carrie, uh, Rebecca, Rebecca Gayhart. Gayhart, yeah. Yeah. Uh, she was in this in Rose McGowan. I'm not sure who the third girl was, but they kidnap like this rival girl and they stick this huge jawbreaker in her mouth and she ends up dying. And they end up, it's, it's very Heather's really? type of thing, but it it's, was really fun. It's comedic. Man. Yeah, it was comedic. It was funny. It was like a death comedy, kind of a really dark that black comedy. <laughs> death comedy. Uh, <laughs> now, PJ Souls, I've only seen Devil's Rejects uh, one or two times. I, I, I don't actually, even. I own it, and I, my cousin keeps trying to get me to rewatch it because he thinks I uh, don't appreciate it as much as I should. Uh, so I'm going to give knows. it another shot. Uh, but I'm wondering who she is in that movie. I think she was. She might have been one of the um, people that they kill in that movie because I know they kind of tortured uh, Terry from Three's Company and The Devil's Rejects. That's right. She's one of the girls in it. But I'm very interested in who PJ Souls in it, and then. The, the new Halloween, the 2018 Halloween. She was one of the teachers. Okay, yeah, yeah. I was trying to figure out who she was in yep. that. Um, I, I, yeah, I she was remember. totally just just a small role that they just threw her in to kind of give her kind Throw of back. her due. Wink, wink yeah. for it, yeah. yeah. And it was just as one of the teachers. But That's it was really cool, great. Uh, there was a great, I also remember, when I think of her, I also remember, there's a great documentary on Halloween. Uh, and I'm not sure if it's part of the documentary if or, or if it's another part of the special features, but it's a... It's a 20-year kind of uh, reunion where she goes with her two daughters to the neighborhood where they filmed it and talk about, oh, this is the house where we did this and this is the house we did that. And it was really cool to see her walk through it like that. So, PJ Souls, we miss you. You need to do more horror movies, man. That's another – she's another girl that could, like, bank at uh, cons, cons, cons yeah. and everything. Speaking of which, this next girl banks at a lot of cons and her, uh, Michael J. Fox, Christopher Lloyd, and uh, – Damn, Tom, no, he wouldn't do it for sure. The guy who plays Biff, though, oh, Tom. Yeah. Uh, damn, I can't think of his name. Biff. Uh, yeah, he's great though. I love him. <laughs> <laughs> stuff. I, I hate to not call him by his real name because I love him. Uh, but this is the great Leah Thompson. Uh, what about them? And I think they're going. They do the. They're doing a con in like. Oh. Uh, in Orlando, the MegaCon, they're all going to be there. Well, Imagine well, getting a picture with all those well, guys. Crispin oh, Glover, cool. why wouldn't you just show up for one day? Yeah, Crispin Glover's weird, man. He does his own kind. Of, he dances to his own drum there, yeah. I think. You know? think he dances to 
multi (laughs) (laughs) going to his head man leah thompson was huge in our youth oh man there's so many movies on here that my mind go to one one of them i can't i i recently bought and i can't wait to go back and rewatch the uh the the campiness of it and that's 86 is howard the duck Uh, oh hell yeah love howard the duck man and she was i always had a crush on her in almost every movie she was in too i don't remember her in all the right moves but i'm sure she's just one of the young teenagers with tom cruise in that movie but certainly jaws 3 man jaws 3 she was super cute as the girl that was trying to get the brother into the water remember she he didn't like the swim you had dennis quaid and his wife and it yeah. was at sea world yeah and she was one of the dancer not the dancers but the, the ones that water did skiers. the water skiing yeah on top of each other yeah uh, and she was super we cute. saw that movie yeah the day before we went to the Sea World. Sea World. Yep. It's like, like Dad, what are you out? doing to us? Why? why That's yeah, like you're right? like Justin's dad. Yeah. <laughs> Justin, so Justin's dad took us to the movie. <laughs> no, my dad put me in the tank. Yeah. <laughs> this, uh, Piranha. This is better than Piranha the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I also have great memories. Red Dawn is what I remember from always. I mean, obviously she's back, back to the future, but yeah. sure. But yeah, Red Dawn. I love her coming across Powers Booth. What's the capital of Texas? Austin. Houston. Wrong or whatever it is. I don't know. <laughs> but she was great. She. They had that great kind of connection between her and Powers Booth, and she mm-hmm. kind of lost it when he when he died. Man, she flipped the fuck out. Uh, Space Camp, great Space Camp, yep. man. She was super cute in Space Camp. Yeah, saw that recently. Well, we jumped over Back to the Future, so yeah. So she was in all the Back to the Futures, obviously, and I love that reoccurring thing they did where Marty wakes up and she's always by his bedside. Yeah, right. She's always yeah. saying a different you're day back or a here different in thing. Good old 1955. Or you're back here on the 53rd floor. 53rd floor. Yeah. <laughs> when she played in the end you're of so, two, and so she big. played the yeah, yeah. She, that role was crazy. Oh she was yeah. So funny. Man. She got to do so many different things. Yeah, I think one of it's just one of like the funniest things that she that I ever saw her do was in the Beverly Hillbillies. Oh, really? I don't even remember in that. Oh good. man! <clears throat> so um, basically, she works. She's trying to hustle she's uh, the bank. Well, she she's trying to hustle uh, Ernest out of because Ernest plays uh, Jed Clampett. Mm. Um, she's trying to hustle him out of money so she can marry him and then divorce him and take all their stuff. You know, she plays the like bad guy in that. So that's hilarious. She, I don't think she's ever done that. She uh, comes in to be. She pretends like she's from France and she comes in to teach Ellie May manners. Um, <coughs> she uses a French accent. Though. Oh, the whole yeah. time. Oh, yeah. And the thing is, is at one point she's talking, and I'm sorry, I just can't think of Ernest's name. Please tell me. Um, Oh, shit. Okay, he's... Jim... Jim Barney. Thank Sorry. you. She's talking with him, and he's. she said, a penis is hard to find. And he's like, excuse me? And she says, a penis is hard to find. And he's like, what? Oh, happiness is hard to find, because she's talking with, like, a French accent. And, like, you know, I mean, that came out... I when, need to rewatch... Uh, that came uh, out in 93, so that was a really funny joke to me at the time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and I love my boy from uh, Office Space in that movie, too. What's his name? Damn. Um, I can't think of his name, man. In the Ron uh, Livingston? Diedrich. Oh, Diedrich yeah, Diedrich. yeah, absolutely. He's so great, man. Yeah. He can't throw in that movie. Oh, he's so I tell funny. you about the... Uh, he was on a podcast a while ago, because he was the voice of Batman in that Batman Beyond uh, TV 
show. Oh wow! That was out in the '90s, and he was really good at it. He did I didn't realize that. really well. Yeah. So Kevin Smith had him on the pod, and he talked about all his roles growing up, and he talked about the Beverly Hillbillies and working with Jim Varney. Uh-huh. And he says, Jim, this was at the point where Jim Varney kind of knew he was really sick, and he was also drinking a lot. And they hide. They he was the sweetest guy there ever uh, was, but they kind of had to know that there were times where he was going to come on the set and he was going to be drunk, and that you just wow. kind of dealt with it. Yeah. And kind of uh, played into it. And he was really well, but he, apparently he was talking about all the demons he was kind of going through at that time. Yeah. But he was just like a sweet guy. Uh, great episode. Of, Loved uh, that movie, though. Yeah. Really good. I haven't, yeah. I've only seen it that one time, but I'd love to revisit it. So she's also played some kind of wonderful big movie in the 80s with, uh, what's his name? The guy that was, uh, the guy from Mask. Mm. Eric uh, Stoltz. Eric Stoltz and uh, a couple other, uh, I think... What was her name? The girl from Benny and June. I think she was in that too. Uh, Howard the Duck, though, man, I loved her as that punky girl that was opposite. And they're going to probably do another Howard the Duck movie. Uh, he's it, been uh, in, in so he's, because he's been the, in Marvel movies and everything. Yeah, and there's, he's a, there's a Marvel series. universe. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he was he did a whole bunch of comics, and there's a lot of well known characters in the Howard the Duck comics, so they could do it. They just need to do it well. And uh, back in the 80s probably was the time to do it because it was completely ridiculous and silly. (laughs) And uh, it it was funny as hell, though. Jeffrey Jones played that character. Remember, he was like tentacles were coming out of his mouth. It was a very weird kind of uh, off-kilter movie. And uh, it was just fun, man. I loved her in that movie. Uh, Article 99, uh, I'm not sure. She must have played one of the nurses. I think in Dennis the Menace, she played Alice Mitchell. I think she played Dennis's mom. Uh, okay. It had been a while since we had seen her and Jay Edgar, and I only seen Jay Edgar once. I can't, for the life of me, tell you who she played in it. Maybe, yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't even be able to speculate. Did you, you ever see that with, uh, uh, with that Leonardo Caprio? Yeah, I, I saw a bunch. It was of good. It. it was good. Yeah, it was really good. <clears throat> All right, this next movie here is another lady. Holy shit! Well, oh shit! <laughs> I just had a no shit moment about this next person. Oh, nice. So we got 136 flicks for her, and this is one of our old school actresses on here. She's, uh, I think she's still alive. I, I'm pretty sure the only actress on this, this one that uh, is not with us anymore is Vanity. I'm pretty sure all these other actresses are alive. I did, that, is, I did that for you, Justin. She is 84. Thank you. Yep. <laughs> she is 84 years old. Yeah, and this, this is nurse. the fabulous Louise Fletcher. Yeah. Nurse who, Ratched. Nurse Ratched. Yeah. Uh, I think... Probably 90% of people know it as Nurse Ratched, and it's probably the best thing she ever done, and she won the uh, Academy Award for it. She was phenomenal. I mean, that, I mean, can she? did we put her on the villain pod? We really should have. I think we did. Did we? Yeah, did I'm, we did. I'm pretty okay. sure it we made, did. It makes sense that we did, because she was one person that you were really hoping that Jack Nicholson would choke the life out of yeah, at the end. Real. She was evil, Was she man. really evil? Yeah, that, she was. The way she kind of was, yeah. Okay. Like, the way she was doing things, and there was moments, and she got better after the uh, the choking thing. Because yeah, remember, yeah, she yeah. seemed like she gave a shit more. Well, because uh, when dude killed himself, yeah. But when Brad Dorf, that's where she really kind of went next level. Where she threatened Brad Dorf to tell her mom, tell her mom yeah. about that whole scene. Is I, you know, I I can get over this, but for the life of me, I'm not sure what your mom's gonna say yeah. when I tell her. Uh. You're like, oh my god. She's so evil, man. Yeah. And I just watched one of her other movies on here recently, which I loved, 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 and it was Invaders from Mars. I had just recently bought it, and she played the teacher. Do you remember Invaders from Mars? That I don't. was a Toby Hooper movie. A L- lot of great effects in it. Uh, and uh, Karen Black was in it, and the, and the little kid in it was actually Karen Black's real son. But uh, Louise Fletcher played the... Uh, 
uh, played the school teacher, and what happens is aliens come down to Earth and they're affect- and infecting people that very similar to like the thing. But there's a way you could tell who's been taken, and they have this wound on the back of their neck. And that's how they enter you. So anyone that has a wound on their back of their neck or has like a band-aid in the back of their neck. Huh. But there's a scene in this movie that really, every time I think of Louise Fletcher, if I'm not thinking Nurse Ratched, I think Invaders from Mars, is he walks in on her. She had done a whole like class about the dissecting the frogs. And he walks into the back room. Yeah. And she t- turns around <coughs> and she's eating one of the frogs. It's like oh, halfway fuck. in her mouth and halfway out. And you see oh, her yeah. like oh, the frog. Damn. It was really dark, man. Yeah. She ends up being really great in that. It reminds me of the scene from V when they ate the yeah the uh, guinea pig. Yeah, it was creepy, man. Her, her jaw kind of that, that stuff sticks with you. Uh, what was it that you uh, remember her in? <laughs> well, so now two things because I had totally blocked this movie out. Flowers in the attic. <laughs> I love oh, flowers. Yeah. In Isn't the attic. she like the lady who keeps <clears throat> the them and, and she like poisons them with the cookies, right? Yep. And she like, makes them. Remember they are like so weak that they're pin pricking each other's fingers and drinking the blood. Christy Swanson. Was yeah, one of this them. is based oh on God. a true story. I think. Uh, no, it was a famous. It was famous a book. book. Though, I mean, yeah. maybe it was based, but V.C. Andrews did the book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I actually had the discussion with my wife when I was making this because she's a. Huge I remember the book. Co- Mom loved yeah. this book. And I, uh, Christina had never even heard of the book. I was like, mm-hmm. really? I'm surprised because she really knows a lot of uh, books from back in the day. But Flowers in the Attic, good story. I man. saw that before I saw One Flew Over the new uh, the Cuckoo's Nest. She was evil in that Flowers in the Attic, man. Fucking, I blocked it out. Yeah. I totally forgot about it until really just good. now. She's I'm pretty sure him. I know what other movie he's you damn right. Yeah, she was in uh, Gone Fishing. She, yeah. she, I put that on. That <laughs> <crazy>. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't realize that was her. That's really? when, that was my oh shit moment. That's was like, funny. oh wow, because she just plays a waitress, and you know, like that. That's all she's in it for <laughs> three minutes. You know what I mean? They took their car. <laughs> that's like her whole line. Wow. Like, I loved her in Brainstorm. I haven't been able to talk about Brainstorm yet. That's the one with uh, Christopher Walken, where they learn how to do. Uh, it's very similar telepathy. to Strange Days, where they put this thing on their head and it lets you experience someone else who had experienced something and recorded themselves. Yeah, like oh, someone goes on like a uh, uh, roller coaster and puts the thing on their head, and then you get to experience what they feel during it. Right. Well, she's like a chain smoker through the whole thing, and she's like best friends with Christopher Walken. They're scientists and they're figuring it out. Well, a major moment and a catalyst for the movie happens where they're all super excited about this technology and oh this could change the world and everything and we can have people experience things they've never experienced before and uh she's in the uh the kind of lab late at night she starts to have a heart attack and she, as she's having a heart attack That's she puts right. the thing on her head and she pushes record oh fuck uh, because she has a heart attack but she also knows that something happening is within the company so she wants Christopher Walken to be able to experience this and know what she knows also she, she's also leaving him clues uh-huh. while she's having a heart attack and there's a uh and someone, someone, I don't want to know what that feels like. There's <laughs> a, a great scene with Christopher Walken, very similar to him exploding when, uh, remember the scene he explodes in Dead Zone? And he's like, the ice is going to break. The ice it's, is yeah. going to break. It's yeah. very similar in uh, bra- uh, Brainstorm where he puts on the thing and he knows shortly after it that something's going wrong. And you have to take, he takes the head thing off and uh, almost kills himself watching it while his kid he comes home and his kid's got the thing on his head. Oh, no. And is in like this almost trance because 
he accidentally puts in the tape of Louise Fletcher having a heart attack oh. and he has to rip it off his head and says stop it and like screams at him and then hugs him and Damn. he ends up going to the hospital man I but, forgot that, how good a movie that yeah. was Firestarter he, she was Art Carney's wife remember yeah. when they at the farm where they bring uh, kind of Charlie in for that one night before yeah. the FBI agents show up she was really great in that uh, well, best was, of the best, man. We haven't talked best in the best. Oh yet. shit! Yes, and uh, that was a great kind of karate movie. Who with was Chris she? Penn. Who was she in that? Now that I can't tell you. I'm not wow. sure. There's a lot of these movies that uh, in the '90s that she was in a whole bunch of them, man. But I can't remember who exactly she was. She was in Blue Steel. She I was don't in remember the player. Her from Two Days in the Valley. <clears throat> that was a good movie. Yep. Virtuosity, High School High. Do you remember that with uh, John Lovitz? No. When he was the Oh yes, I do. <laughs> I oh my god, I saw yep. that in the theater. Yep. Oh shit. It was shit. goofy, man. It was like hot shots. It was shots dangerous. Goofy. Yeah, it was like dangerous minds, but like hot shots. The, the joking weapon. kind of version. Oh, of it, that yeah. was fucking funny, man. And uh, she was also in Cruel Intentions. I don't remember who I she was. I bet she she must have been someone's grandmother or something like that, one of the kind of aristocratic kind of people. <clears throat> man, losing my voice here. I got to hold out to one uh, one more actress. <laughs> Dave, why don't you start us off in this last uh, girl here? 107 kind of uh, movies under her belt. And she was, I always consider How her. How would the, you like some silver dollar pancakes? <laughs> That's where your mind goes. Crepe. <laughs> fresh blueberry muffins and coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, know. we ain't got it yet. <laughs> Amanda man, Plummer, man. Amanda Plummer. <coughs> Paul's going to die, so I'm going to take right. over the pod. Yeah, there you go. Tell us a little bit about her. Um. <coughs> <coughs> That's literally what I think of, though. So when, so I imagine that's one of my her. favorite comedies of all time, and I still think of her from Pulp Fiction. Yeah, that's my that's first one. Honey Bunny, yeah. Yeah. yeah, Honey Bunny, absolutely. All you motherfuckers <laughs> move, or I'll execute every last motherfucking one of you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I also love her in Needful Things. She's so great yep. in Needful Things. Yeah. She's the one that had the Rottweiler. Yep. That. Uh, What's his name? Max von Sydow pitted was, her against the other. She egged their house or threw something. No, the kid. The kid. The kid threw baseballs at the house. Yeah. She went inside and did something. What did she do? And don't I can't remember what she did. What well, I know what the other girl did. The other girl killed her dog, and yeah, they had yeah. that whole fight with a knife. Yeah. Oh, that's kitchen, right. Falling out the roof. Damn, and, man, I they forgot were, about that, They too. went vicious on each other. People forget how violent that movie was. Yeah. Uh, but the first thing she did... That, <laughs> I killed my wife. Is that wrong? Yeah. These things, these things happen. happen. <laughs> man, I love that. I own that movie, and I haven't watched it. It's a hard movie to Isn't find. That, who is that? Is that a... Max Foncito. Yeah, yeah. Max Foncito, oh, yeah. In the uh, yeah, all like the, if all someone told me Max von Sydow was the devil, I'd almost believe. It. Almost yeah. reading it, I've read that book the the day it came out, and I always in pictured, anticipation to see the movie. I always yeah, uh, well no, it, it wasn't even a thought of being a movie, but they oh, made I it see. real quick. You read the book. Uh, book I was there at the bookstore the day it came out, and I read it, and then I gave it to mom, and she read it, and it, it's still one of my favorite Stephen King movies uh, or books he ever read or uh, wrote, and. Uh, I loved everyone in it, but when I read it, I thought of Jack Nicholson as that character, yeah. kind of as uh, the, the devil character, because he had he had just recently did like Witches of Eastwick, and he had that kind of persona they would do it. Yeah. But then when Max Vaughn got it, I was like, oh, I'm in, man. Yeah. I, especially that first trailer that came out, and it was just so great. Who was she in Joe versus the Volcano? Uh I think she was the sister. She was Meg Ryan's sister, I think, in that movie, man. She was really great. I mean, the first thing we saw in was World According to Garp. She was the woman that had no tongue. That Remember the cult that uh, kind of Glenn Close yeah, yeah, started yeah, yeah. Uh, based on that girl who had been like uh, abused and mm -hmm. had her t tongue cut out? And at the very end, remember, she ran into Robin Williams and, and like showed the book to him and pointed that this is who I am and everything. So she was early on in 82. But then she hadn't been started doing regular stuff until the 90s. Uh, I also really have fond memories of her in The Fisher King. 
I mean, that yeah, was I the weird. In that one. Oh, you definitely remember in the Fisher King. I do. That was the woman that Robin Williams was obsessed with, and the they were trying awkward, to get awkward him girl. together, and just, he couldn't hold it together. Right I now. love when she first shows up, and you realize how awkward she is, and she plays awkward a lot in a lot of different movies. But she, her character rage is all over the place too. That's why I kind of consider her the Crispin Glover because she kind of is like a chameleon and whatever, depending on what she's doing. But in the Fisher King, I love when she remember they had the ruse of her winning the uh, the. Video app, uh, membership and everything, and get free videos. So she comes in there, and that's when you saw uh, her just be weird for the first time. And then it kind of eclipses that when she gets her nails done, or where they go to dinner and she's dropping dumplings all over the place. <laughs> but I love her at the video store where, she, when she's asking for it. You got any Ethel Merman? No, I don't think we do. And she flips out and she's like, "Oh, nuts!" <laughs> so great. <clears throat> free Jack. I'm not sure who she was in Free Jack. I was just looking it up. I she love was, Free Jack. She though. was the nun. Oh, okay, yeah. I was do she the one that, that was kind of like guiding him along? Yep, yep. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I haven't seen Free Jack in so long. Oh, I man. love that movie. I haven't seen it in forever. What's that? No. No, it's uh, no, uh, Emilio Estevez, Estevez and, and uh, Mick, Jagger. Mick Jagger. Oh, that's right. And not Anthony Hopkins. Yeah. Yeah, Anthony yeah. Hopkins was really good in it, Anthony too. Hopkins and, and Mick Jagger. Jagger. I know, right? Acted in the same movie. That's crazy. <laughs> that's <laughs> trivia there for you. <laughs> but so I are married next I bet Sir Anthony Hopkins wouldn't admit to that anymore. No. <laughs> I loved her, like you said. I loved her in So I Married Axe Murder, my favorite comedy of all time. I, I love at the end where she she's like very sweet and demure mm. through most of it. I love when he walks in on her taking a shower, thinking it's Nancy Travis. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Locks out, and that's when they do the whole breakfast scene. But I love her at the end where she f- finally reveals that she's the axe murderer, and she's like, "You're not supposed to be in the room when that note is on the table." And then she just goes to the roof and remembers she, yeah, she running throws the axe oh, at him, yeah. and it gets him like right between the fingers. And, yeah, so funny, man. <clears throat> Pulp Fiction, though, certainly Pulp Fiction, where they let her and Tim Roth kind of shine through that. Yeah, they were oh, kind yeah. of the bookends that whole movie, yep. which is really well done. Do you remember the prophecy? Like, oh, it with the Christopher prophecy. Walken. Christopher Walken. Yeah, man. yeah. I, I, Eric Stoltz. Eric Stoltz has come down to. That's right. He's okay. a, an angel that yeah, comes yeah. down mm-hmm. to Earth and searching for the worst soul ever. Christopher Walken's also looking for it to bring it to hell, and Eric Stoltz is there to keep basically Christopher Walken from getting it. So remember, he finds the dead. It's like a dead ex-soldier who was like a general and tortured people, and he was he was horrible. Yeah, but he was like the blackest soul on earth. So Eric Stoltz, I love when he he actually went to the funeral parlor and opened his mouth and remember he kissed him and mm. sucked his soul up. Oh wow! Uh, and then Eric Stoltz has to hide into like. Um, it was like a school, like a, a building in a school. And remember, that little girl comes in and finds him. And uh, Eric Stoltz tells him to come over there and transfers the black soul to her. That's right. So Christopher Sorry. Walken can't find it. That's remember, right. they show Lucifer at the end of the movie, and it's uh, Viggo Mortensen. Yeah. Like, one of the first things I ever saw wow, Viggo Mortensen yeah. on it, where he's, like, sitting on the side of the grave, and he looks, like, very, very evil, man. But I can't remember who she... Oh, I know who she was in this. Remember... He takes over two bodies. Christopher Walken needs like a lackey. And first he takes over the body of that guy from Days and Confused who's like, I just want to dance. Mm-hmm. Uh, he takes over him and he's like half dead through the whole movie. And Christopher Walken is basically keeping him alive. And, and he's uh, he's crying and he's like drooling all over himself. And she plays the next uh, person after he dies. Remember he gets pissed. He's like, you know how hard it is to get one of those? Yeah. <laughs> getting Amanda Plummer who's like in her like hospital bed robe. She's about to die and he brings her back to life. Mm-hmm. And she starts crying. And I remember Christopher Walken says, nope, don't do that. I hate that when you do that. Yeah. <laughs> she ends up, I think, getting hit by the car at the end. She's really good in it, though, man. 
and then she ends up kind of being famous uh, 12 or 13 years later here with uh, Jibs, almost like 18 years later in The Hunger Games. Which one is that? Now, that one. I, is that number two? I think it's the second one. Yeah, yeah. I, I, never saw I love the first one. The first one, I, yeah. first one was great. I own the first I never, one. I didn't I like think it got too one. much pop culture reference. Relevant, and I was like, eh, I don't want to be on that. It just didn't. Wagon. It just wasn't good after that initial story was told. Yeah. You know, it just they tried to take it to different levels, and I could care less about it. I tried the second one, and so I've I've seen it. I'm not sure who she plays in it, but uh, I love the first one. Couldn't recommend the first one high enough. I mm-hmm. love that. I watched that all the time. Yeah, that one was good. Uh, but yeah, I didn't care for the sequels. But yeah, Amanda Plummer, man, she's still doing stuff, and uh, she's phenomenal, man. She's one of those next level actors that uh, if you're thinking of those method actors that we were talking about earlier, she definitely. Kind Kind of falls into that category you kind of get what she wants to give you in all those films so all right i think that's uh that's it for the list right before i completely lose my voice like <laughs> well done <laughs> you can, do you want him to do the end <laughs> oh, i can do the end I, I don't think i did it last week i was re-watching really listening to the episode i think i skipped right over it. we just boom see you we didn't talk about it <laughs> do it again <laughs> last, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> But yeah, if you want to get a hold of us, uh, you can leave us a comment or a like on SoundCloud or uh, iTunes. I'm thinking of adding our uh, pod to Spotify, too. Hell yeah. So I'm going to look into that and uh, should do maybe it. do that this week. Big football. Uh, you've been doing a lot of uh, the promoting. I uh, I applaud your... Yeah. Uh, your Me too. Uh, behind the scenes. Yeah, behind the scenes. You're well, telling the goats and shit on the farm about the pod? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I play it for them every week. Because I know you're not on really. social networking, where it's really the only place that it matters now. Yeah. So And welcome to our new likes and follows. Glad you made it. Yeah, a lot of people listen to the last episode of the uh i think it was the character actors any, must big, have been any big countries stand out always some weird countries man you always got a lot of spain and uh, kind of bolivia and uh a lot of different areas in the states so we're happy to have all the people especially the foreigners uh or listen to who just love uh, american films it is one of our best exports for sure yeah uh, <laughs> just just look at avengers what's they're over two billion now yeah i'm not even paying attention you know it's gonna win this weekend too you know it's gonna win the next three weekends yeah no it's literally good. nothing good comes out until may 31st when godzilla comes out it's yeah. gonna rule the uh it might even be godzilla but i doubt it i think by then by that time by I that think time godzilla if you haven't seen it already and besides gonna... i mean it's godzilla godzilla's gotta come and at least take it over for a weekend know, and man. then the avengers can come back like, yeah because people <laughs> have seen it multiple times and it's not gonna be leaving oh, the theater dude, I, i've seen it. people online that have said that they've seen it like 10 or 12 times Crazy in the theaters man. and i'm sorry i I fucking love that movie, but like ten times, just wait until thirty six hours in the theater. Like a lot of money, too. That's a lot of money, bro. Like uh, have some patience, man. A lot of fucking money. Like, so, if you want to look for us on Facebook, check up. Uh, just type in "Fascinate with Films," you'll find us, and uh, an email at fascinatewithfilms at gmail If you want to get a hold of us. Like next week we are doing uh, documentaries. Yeah. yeah, documentary films. It's going to be a really exciting one, man. I'm it's going to be very informative to too. Surprise. Because this is 87 episodes, and this is the first one. Documentary. Yeah, documentary. It's it's going to be great. I, it took me a while to watch five. Yeah, <laughs> there's so many good it, ones out there, man. And they, one it, of my every favorite. day I think of another one that I'm like, oh man, why isn't that on there? So I might switch a couple up from the list I, I've already given you guys. I tell you but, what, if you were ever to do documentary series, yeah, that's another good one though, oh, too, man. I I could go on for yeah. There's months. a lot of good ones. There's a lot of good ones. It's out usually there. my go to. 
Well, that's what it's exciting about this one because I know Justin's picked some ones that we haven't heard of. Dave's certainly going to kind of go deep on it too. And I, I I like to hear about all of them because it brings up a lot of discussion. So it might be even uh, a little bit longer next one week. One of mine is one of the best movies I've seen the last few years. Yeah. That's, oh, wow. That's great, man. So we will definitely talk about that. I think the week after that, we might be doing one of our director's pods. That might be the Oliver Stone one, but I'll let you know. There's got a, a couple of them I'm going to flip around because we've got certain uh, movies that are coming out uh, and we want to be relevant. I also want to do like a That's summertime us. thing, which we haven't <laughs> technically entered summer, but you certainly can't Feels tell us like there it. in fucking uh, yeah. Gainesville. I'm telling oh, you, it's like man. 93, I think, for today or tomorrow. It's yeah. insane. Summer. Yeah. So it's it's very hot out. So we'll do a summertime pod too with our favorite summer movies here at summer some point. Summer rental. And that's there's a lot of them, man. Do you think movies that take place during the summer? I mean, yeah. it's just like thousands of them that you could really go to. Back so to the beach. We will definitely do that. <laughs> oh, Back to the Beach is another one. It's a great one, man. I need to find that movie. That's a hard one. To find. I was super thrilled. I like the kid. <laughs> Don't yeah. like the guy with the hair helmet. I was, super, <laughs> I was super thrilled. I sent Justin. I showed Dave the picture of the. Uh, I got a dual oh. disc, man. And it, those two movies are super hard to find. So it was like a, a disc that included Taking Care of Business and Mr. Destiny on yeah. it. Man. I love Mr. Destiny. And I love I love Mr. Destiny, but I love Taking Care of Business. Really? And with uh, Charles Grodin where they switch identities with it. It's so funny, one. man. Yeah. Uh, I love it. But I love Mr. Destiny too. It's one of those great family movies. Of It's basically the take on It's a Wonderful Life. What would happen mm-hmm. to you if your life was a slightly bit different? Yeah. yeah. I like where he's at the bar and he's like, you know, pointing out the little dots yeah. along the way yeah. and stuff. Michael Caine. Michael yeah, Caine is absolutely. The, uh, Gives him the guy, spilled man. milk. It's really cool. So uh, well, I'm sure we'll work those movies in on our future kind of comedy pods too. So, But next week, documentary. So hopefully you'll join in. You'll learn some stuff. That's what I'm excited about because there's so many subject matters that I'm not familiar with. And uh, that's, those are the movies I can get my girl to watch too. I'll just put them on the documentary. Yeah. I'll put them on the background and she'll love them. So uh, maybe she'll listen next week too. I doubt it. I doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we will be back. So until then, see ya. Peace. Bye. Makes you look like an ass is what he does, Ed.